Guys, this week may be, like going forward, maybe the hardest week that I've ever had. Ever. Wow. Ever. 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 Holy shit. In all time, in all eternity thus far. Threatcon Delta. Had, explain. 10 minutes. You've had some minute. really shitty weeks recently, too, so that's. I have. So, um, Victoria's out of town. So, during the show, I may be off camera. I may need uh, the uh, second in command uh, to take over the show whilst I uh, deal with some things. So, I got you, bro. In- anything you need, I'm there. That, that would be. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> I quit the show. Anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm flying solo. I I'm uh, now until see like I'm ready to get bothered. Yes, yes. Uh, it's like I'm ready. Bothered. Just like your army. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm, I'm opening scissors here. Here we go. Let's open some some Fiskers, of course. Ooh. Only the best. Should she be playing with scissors? Well, she's not playing with scissors. She's cutting scissors, and then she she's wants crafting. to be on the screen. She's there cutting we go. scissors. Here we go. She's in front of those. thousands of people. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right, we will. Peace be with you. Good, good, good luck with those scissors. Click the wrong button. God damn it. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought in a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Should we lock in the artillery car? This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. I'm Shakira's new parole officer. Wow. Cute. And I'm Ben. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us as we can collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at 16 Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. <laughs> Don't forget to use code CW10 during our live recording for 10% off all in-stock items. That's code CW10, capital C, capital W, one zero at one corner.com. That was good, Markle. That was <laughs> Thank you. This is the first time John's ever laughed at any joke I've said, so I feel honored. You're going to Shakira and not our boy Fern? I mean, well, come on. <laughs> she pays better. Does she? Fern's hips we'll do find out. Yeah, those hips don't lie. <laughs> It looks like Marco's got the absolute worst fade haircut. Like, just like a chunk. <laughs> just the straight up Edgar right there. <laughs> just straight up. The, I call it the AB, if you know, you know. Uh, we have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We're going to try uh, something new. And I'll be honest, I'm not sure how well it's going to go, to be completely honest. It's an idea that uh mark and i have kind of been kind of been working on and <laughs> i think it's gonna be pretty good we got uh we got toy mafia lane kramer we got uh two country in the chat ben thomas show 
uh, Nicolio the Great and powerful caffeinated comic fan, Jesus Christ, Sean versus John on the Cop Fan Head School. What's wrong with us today? <laughs> Danny Lee, what's up? Sweet, sweet chat squad, Absolute Irwin. What's up, everyone? Bring in the Cobb Vanth Heat, Paul Schreiber, David Jones, uh, Thor Gaming, Tukantri, Zach Solo, and the only the thing. You were flying. Congrats on flying through Hurricane Ian. You'll love to see it. Absolute Irwin. Um, I'm surprised Ian Ashen hasn't made an Ian Hurricane edit already. Uh, baby Boy 562, Baby Fam, checking in. Our favorite hey. Tuesday night tradition while we cook dinner. Shout out to the Baby Boys and the Baby Girls. Baby Fam. And what? Tw- well, baby 12 Inch Moose Stream. <laughs> King Ding, Riley Reviews, and Andrew Gibo. We have a. Uh, very special segment, Dean, that all the best shows start out with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah. What'd you get new this week? I forgot who likes the yeah, but shout out to whoever that was. That I like was it. for you. Everybody. Someone called me out on it, and I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> whoever called you off. Fuck no, you. in a good way. They were oh, like, good. oh, I love Lucky. it when you do that. Sick of this fucking community. I think it was... Um, Hashtag no net crew. Uh, I don't remember who it was. I'm, you know, <laughs> we need the stickers ASAP. We for need. I've been working out hard all week. By yeah, the way, yeah. just instead of the two live crew, it just says no net crew. No and net it's crew. Me and- <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I did not get anything. So, what about you guys? Marco had a uh, busy week. Yeah, I did. not luckily, Gigi's in, in class. So hopefully, she misses this episode. But there's some really good deals going on right now. So, wanted to highlight a few that I got this week. Um, the Iron Patriot. So uh, last I checked, Pop Culture is still doing their 20% off in-stock items. There's a lot of hot toys that are already marked down. So Iron Patriot was 244 shipped for me. Wow. And I just couldn't say no anymore. I'm like, this is one I've had my eye on for that price. I, I just had to pull the trigger. So really looking forward to him coming. I don't know how long it'll take. I know I've ordered a few things from them before. It kind of took a while. So, you know, I've been waiting this long already. And then I've had my eyes on a lot of these Enter Bay figures. I know we talked about that Greek Freak. That wasn't particularly great. But um, this hoop I've, I've seen. And so on Entertainment Earth, it is 162 and then free shipping. So I have no current basketball figures as of yet. Um, but I had to get this hoop because the price was, again, too good to pass up on. Um, so I think I might, uh, you know, just in time for Pose Wars, maybe have Darth Maul dunking on some, wow. you know, other hey. <laughs> Star Wars characters. Are but. you going to are you gonna participate cool. I'm, yeah, I'm going to miss this next one, but I would ah, love to in the future. So I think the people, you know, want me to be back on, you know, well, the, were the reason we had to stop the show because no one could beat me. So I was beating well, you in uh, points. I didn't want you to come back. I was working hard. <laughs> for I'm that pretty show. sure I was ranked the last in points, but <laughs> number one in everyone's hearts. So. so I think I think the next one's October 22nd. So in advance, you're calling out already. Yeah, I what think a, I will be gone then, but you know what? Let me let me check my schedule and see if I'll be around because I'd love to participate. A lot of vacations. Jesus Christ. Um, I had a pretty good week. I had a pretty good week. I uh, went to Half Price Books yesterday, and I found this gem of a uh, craft. It is the 2003 Army of the Republic Anakin Skywalker's Jedi Starfighter. Uh, AKA the Azure Angel from the 2003 Clone Wars animated. And uh, they actually had quite a few uh, like small TVC crafts, uh, quite a few of these like uh, box type things. So they had the blue Starfighter there on the back. And then they had the episode two branded Burgundy Starfighter that's also in this picture. 
and um, I was like blown away. They had a bunch of older uh, figures. They even had the episode three bubble pack figures that you would see like everywhere when that movie came out. And they had one. I was so tempted. It was the Anakin uh, Vader where you could like kind of mash the parts together to make like the crispy Anakin or kind of like suit him up as Vader. I was so tempted, but I was so poor. And so uh, I picked this one up and it's friggin' sweet. It was complete. Um, it the I thought it was sealed, but it was actually just like in the box. Bullshit. But the, uh, wow. I thought it was a, I, I, I enjoy it. Anyway, so that's <laughs> that. And I can't wait to weather it a bit. I think it's going to be a fun little, little project. And uh, yeah, it was a neat little, little pickup. Uh, Tukatri said, Jesus Christ, every time Zach goes to a discount store, he comes home with a Picasso or some other gold. Uh, and then I also picked up this. So this is another Warhammer model, but this is like huge. Uh, so to put this into the game perspective, like a normal game is 1,850 points to 2,000. And that might be anywhere from like 60 to 100 models with between like tanks and like infantry and commander units and elite stuff like that this one model which is like 13 inches tall is 2,000 points on its own so you kind of only bring it for like really big games where you're playing like 20,000 points versus 20,000 points and usually people that own these will just show up and just bring one model and just kind of play until they their thing gets blown up and then then they leave and it's fun so I it was purple and gold uh, when I got it uh, but I picked up an airbrush to work on some projects for some of the Patreonies and I hit it with some green uh, airbrush paint, and I like it much better than than it was when it was purple. So um, you make sure you don't have overspray on the silver accents there because it looks so pristine. Like this is how oh, it came. Oh yeah, so it was purple and gold. So I just airbrush everything green, and then just went with the brush and just did the silver. Real quick. There's there's a few the stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, in fact, ironically, the most difficult part was that stupid eagle. Um, I messed up so many times on the thing. It looks uh, but awesome from this picture, though. Zach, yeah, it's. Let me ask you this. Sure. Because I've been dabbling in the Warhammer stuff just on wow. YouTube. I, wow. I like to watch people. I don't. I don't buy anything Warhammer or anything. Mm-hmm. But I love to watch people make stuff. And um, one of the guys had picked up. I forget the name of it, but it, it's a big thing like this. But it's for the Space Marines. Okay. Like a juggernaut or something? I don't know if that makes sense to you. A titan? I, I, I think, yes, a titan. Thank you. Okay, so... so Those are like, from what he made it sound like, could be up to like $2,000. Correct. So this is... So so titans, there is the night titan, which is about $120, and it's about 8 to 10 inches tall. Then this is called the Warhound Scout Titan, because the face kind of looks like a dog. Um the legit ones start at $800, and that doesn't include the weapon arms, so it's about $1,000. Okay. And then I think there's the Emperor Titan, which that one's like $2,500, and that's like... That's like a, as big as a city, right? Like a walking yeah, basi- city? Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. This, one, this one is like when you go to these big games, I've never seen the Emperor Titan. I've seen people use this one before, and it's fucking crazy on the table. Okay, so yeah. They look impressive as shit. This one's technically a recast, so like people in China will get them get like the right. the legitimate model, and then recast the resin and sell it for like you know Pins one on the tenth dollar. the cost. Yeah. yeah, 
but the quality is actually better in a lot of cases than the legit ones because the legit ones are using the same molds from like you know five ten years ago right so you know pretty much like this was a stupid deal and uh yeah i i picked it up locally just drove down to the shop and met the guy there and yeah, I yeah. saw a dude making um, a life-size Emperor Titan, uh-huh. where his like his actual like minifigs, basically like a leg is like the size of a person. He's like building in his living room. Wow! And it looked fucking crazy. I was like, this is insane. But anyway, while he was talking about that, he was showing like, oh, I picked up a Titan from this guy at a local swap meet, and it was like my like three thousand dollar haul or whatever and he bought two of them i was like jesus are they really that expensive and apparently they are so thank you yeah so this is this is kind of what you're looking here so the one i have is uh about 10 and a half inches long and then you get two 15 inches for this middle one which i don't remember what it's called it's called the reaver titan and then the emperor glass titan is even taller yeah. So model is like I mean honestly tall. if I had a two inch version I think I'd be satisfied. I, I mean I think a lot of people honestly could get by with a two inch version. I mean yeah. more than get by honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean get just... married. That red thing right there in that top photo <laughs> in the middle, the red one. What what's that called? That's what he was building. That's the Emperor Titan. Yeah. Okay, thank you. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so this cool. this I'm so excited because I, I don't want to fucking uh, build a hundred models right now, but I, I'll buy and paint one model really Bro, good. Bro, when you posted that, that I was like, "Damn, Zach's got money!" Just because from what I see online, it gets pretty crazy. No, I absolutely do not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I worked a well, few extra shifts over the last few weekends, and uh, he's balling on a budget, dude. Yeah, the dude dropped the prices a few times. He and, didn't. Uh, he didn't make it rain with dollars. He makes it hail with pennies and nickels. <laughs> Hey, man, if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make dollars. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of doesn't make sense, Hot Toys, the exclusive web of Spider-Man. So this is a churro-less, drink-less, paperless Spider-Man figure, um, which is kind of weird because this this came out, or a similar version rather came out, which I think Ben corrected us last week, um, with the Zombie Hunter Spider-Man. And then it came out in D23 as the, uh, uh, what is it, the Avengers Campus version exclusive. And then it's now coming out again, which seems kind of like why even make it exclusive? You're just, you're just going to re-release it with again? you know minus two accessories. So this does not have any of the Avengers Campus sort of swag items, uh, yeah. but you do get the web shirt, the web backpack, and the cute little drone. Um, I'm I, if someone has that churro, I need a, a ruler and the churro. Victoria said she will 3D sculpt us a churro, and I will be selling them for $350 friends and family. I found it for two. an actual Disneyland screenshot of their churro, and that motherfucker Those fuckers is like, are huge. like 15, 20 inches long. I mean, really? You could get by I, like a 2 I would be churro? happy with the two-inch churro. I mean, <laughs> right? Dean, I don't oh, know where that picture came from, like a stick of gum. <laughs> Bro, if you go to Sonic right now, they have a churro shake, and it comes with a, a two-inch churro. That shit was not enough. Oh, my. That's the one thing you need more of is more churro. <laughs> is a churro. Wow. I don't know where you found that picture, but last time I had one at Disneyland last year, I don't or earlier this year, actually, I don't recall it being that big. So okay, that it may have been like picture, a special event thing. Maybe, because that picture was from an actress on some Disney show. I just happened to... I had seen her on, uh, I'd followed her on TikTok like a year or so ago, and then she started a YouTube channel, and she's an actress on one of the Disney Channel shows. I don't know what the fuck it is, but she's cute, so I follow her. And she was at a D23 event 
and then they they bust them over to Disneyland and they had like their own private tour and that was a picture from her video. Okay, that so makes sense. They probably maybe, made them extra big for him. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I wow. mean, it looked like they were just with the general populace. They just had a private tour with them. Yeah. But, extra sloppy. Yeah, for I was you. like, what the fuck? That churro is way underscale. The churro looked like a goddamn stick, bro. I think it was huge. <laughs> bro, it looked like fucking Gandalf's staff. That churro was fucking huge. I guess John, this is the death of exclusivity. What do we think about this? I guess whatever. It's fucking whoever couldn't make it to the to pick it up at the fuck. I thought we were gonna open up with the other one. I'll be honest, you threw me off guard. Uh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta reel them in, John. I can't. I gotta preheat the oven before um, I put the turkey in my guy. This is whatever. Fuck. It's another Spider Man. It's the I gotta same wait shit. For every other, John, I'm I gotta a, wait for every other Tuesday show to end before uh, I start the good stuff. <laughs> how many other fucking? It's the same reissues, re-releases, tweaks. This same shit over and over and over again but i'm negative and uninformed so uh, what the fuck do i know yeah no i, I think john's not off base on this one because it is just they just keep reusing the same parts as of late the announcements we're seeing pretty uninspired i did yeah. mention the last time we talked about this though i do want this so glad that it's coming to a wider release and i don't have to sp i wouldn't spend 500 bucks on this like i just wouldn't even with the churro um, but the fact that I'm assuming this will probably be around the same $300 mark, yeah. even with less accessories, I'm fine with it. But I get it doesn't really inspire a lot of confidence for this to be a collectible, just a you know a figure that you can add. Does it? I mean, just I, to say, Marco, quickly. Sorry, Ben. Does it bother you at all? That it doesn't have the churro. It doesn't because I kind of like that they actually made something exclusive, exclusive for yeah. the event. It's not a whole lot, honestly, but you know at least they. No, it's something. something. You're right there. Yeah. I think you're right there. Yeah, definitely. Fad Gadget said, does anyone know if the Churro version is available in the Disneyland Paris or just in the States? Uh, I believe it was only for D23. I don't think you could even get this at the parks, even yeah, the weekend of D23. Yeah, uh, DJ out. says, John, go off. You've been vindicated lately. Um, Hate to see it. Ben, what do you think? <laughs> Honestly, I was going to say, I don't think this is necessarily the death of exclusivity because of kind of what Marco just said, right? There's still some exclusive accessories that are there that you're not getting with this release from the previous one. It does like make you realize just Jesus. how expensive those accessories ended up becoming, though, for it's anybody who made those aftermarket. <laughs> right? Squeaky wheel gets the grease. But I do think, um, you know, I think it's Squeaky kind of a cool release. Squeaky wheel gets some nut. I, I, oh, my goodness. Hate to see it Jesus. or swallow it. Um, but <laughs> I, do, I do think this is a cool Spider-Man. Where are my so, Squeaky wheels at, bro? The downfall is is the price. I still think this is too expensive for what you're getting. We've seen cheaper Spider-Mans in the past that have been just as cool, if not cooler than this. Uh, so this is not one that I would pick up. I think if people have been to Disneyland and they've had the experience of going to Avengers Campus, this is going to hit home with those folks a little bit more than for people like myself who, you know, there's already so many Spider-Mans in the lurch right now, you know, with the upcoming Toby, maybe an Andrew Garfield at some point. Like, there's a lot of Spider-Mans I already want. This is probably not one of them, I would say. No, you mentioned the price. We don't have a price on this, though, right? No. So what I meant, what meant more to say was uh, was the price that people have been paying, and like on that secondary market, right? You know, if you were at D twenty three, and then they're selling for like eight hundred bucks, like the price is just insane for what this figure actually is. Uh, and I don't care how cool a churro is, two inches or ten inches, uh, no churro <laughs> should be worth. Uh, you know, an extra three or 400 bucks. Like, that just boggles my mind. I, I'd be worried that people just wouldn't even get the resale value in the future once 
it's just not as hyped anymore. It just became yeah. such a hyped accessory. I think it's cool though, like that whole exclusivity into back into the collecting. I'd like to see more of that, right? Like that's kind of the vibe, the swing that I want to see. The pendulum swing I want to see with the hot toys is that whole, yeah, not with just a churro, okay. But that whole, like with some of the releases, well, here's the exclusive and it's timed or whatever. And this is what you get. And if you don't, that's it. You missed it. Look how well received that arena Boba Fett was, right? Like it wasn't that exclusive, but people love that it was like it people sold out. it up. Quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This this feels hyped. a little uninspired, just because it's like, oh, people really dug the churro version. Let's just give them this one. Um, yeah, yeah. But again, it's an, a figure we've already seen essentially, and I still have to wait for it. Um, it's like, what about figures you haven't ever done? And like, why am I waiting for reissues? It's fuck. Honestly, it's horseshit. That's true. Uh, but I'm, I, with, I I'm saw, completely with John on this one. But I did see a lot of people in the comments uh, of you know this release specifically that were saying you know like thank you because they had they had wanted to get the the D twenty three option. But then because it was exclusive to D23, it started to sell out, and then people were paying these crazy aftermarket prices. And for the people who don't care about the the accessories necessarily, and they just want this iteration of Spider-Man in a collection, it's still what a lot of people were asking for, right? That, like, hey, if, you know, make some of it exclusive, fine, but we still want the suit, so give us that at least. Uh, And those people are happy with this. So, like, I see kind of both sides, to be honest. Yeah, but this isn't, like... This is just like a a more texturized version of the homecoming suit, which they did reissue that one as well. And then the spider hunt or the zombie hunter spider man. A different material but same fucking suit. So it's like I don't know. It it's getting old. It's like you have other opportunities to buy the Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like this isn't like a completely unique look like sure it's a little different but not by much the thing that's crazy to me though is they just released the zombie hunter spider-man and already it's inferior outside of the cape but just like Mm. the suit itself it's out already yeah yeah, it's it's released but i don't i'm not sure if it's shipping from sideshow but what what i mean what i mainly mean is like the portrait here looks much better the suit texture is much better you know, with I mentioned this when when the Mando and the Luke stuff was happening. Like, I expect these figures to at least be the best versions of that outfit for at least a year, mm-hmm. right? And it's like you're not even getting months now before that. Devil's Advocate, though, that is kind of the cartoon version or the animated version of the suit, right? Like the Peggy Carter has an animated sculpt and kind of figures from that line. So it's a bit closer to like the MC, or excuse me, the um spider-man ps4 ps5 game and this is a bit more of like the mcu suit right so i'd say just in that respect i I can kind of see the differentiation but you're right this is a much superior release to that other one yeah 100 percent uh let's move on another uh, teasing reissue remake (laughs) neon tech i gotta wait a little bit hold on a second they gave us a fucking neon tech gantry no, no, no. I sounded like I was off a fucking farm there for a second. I reckon they made <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I'm blaming Joe Biden. Uh Riley Jesus Christ, Riley. Sorry, Jesus, to be fair, the same texture is better. They just use animated paint scheme for the what if show. Um this 
okay, first and foremost, I I think this is cool, but I don't think this figure was ever that particularly well received or this neon tech line in general. It seems odd to kind of double down on this and add in a whole gantry. Wow. I, and not only that, they do have an exclusive version. It's a special edition where it has a clear chest plate and a clear face plate. Um, I like these figures. I just, you know, it's not like the blue version was selling for $1,000 in the aftermarket. And this is like a response to that. It just seems totally random. And also a lot of the photos that they showed, I didn't really pull any cause I think they look stupid, but a lot of them were showing the Iron Man flying. And based on the photos from the base, I don't think there's a, um, an actual place for a flight stand. So that would be, that's what a few people had mentioned. And I noticed that as well. So um, this is a weird release. Again, no pricing just yet that we can see. Hot Toys exclusive at the moment. Um, but again, another sort of second opportunity on a supposed exclusive figure. What are we thinking here? Um, okay, I've always been vocal about my dislike for the Neon Tech. Um, this one is especially weird because you can, I could see in someone's head that they could imagine that Tony Stark had different versions of his suits. I mean, he does, but let's just say he really liked the Mark IV and wanted to make a neon version of it. Okay, you could futz it into a But to think that Stark would then make his entire gantry setup also neon to match one suit is bananas to me. <laughs> so this one, like, totally, like, I, I can't get past that where it's like, Oh, I like the suit, so I'm just going to redesign my whole fucking operation to match it. Uh, I, I, I don't like it. So, <laughs> I don't so, like it at all. So they're, re so they're reissuing, essentially, this Neon Tech suit, correct? I don't Mark know if there's four. any changes, re -releasing but on, it. on the surface, yes. Yeah, like, same so. crap, right? I'm not going to lie. It look, it's cool looking. That's fine. It's oh, cool yeah. looking. Objectively, gonna, it's cool. Uh, yeah, like, it's not bad. And... I would have never think to do a neon gantry though, to be honest, but they're saying that in the chat that, uh, they sell like hotcakes in Hong Kong. Okay. That's fine. Let them sell like hotcakes on Hong Kong. But what's this company doing for the North American collectors and the other international collectors? All I see them doing is these bloody releases for Hong Kong. They're using the licenses and just following that market. Am I wrong? Well, they are a China-based company. So. so then give up the I license. Mean, why, so then, why, did they, why do they need to cater to us? Like, so that the, is such a North American perspective, if I've ever heard one. That's hilarious. That's such a North American perspective. So I'm not a customer? 100%. I'm not a customer. a customer, sure, but it, so, they okay. make these for their China market. So you're, telling, <laughs> so you're telling me a figure company, that figure company, Hot Toys, does not make figures for their international customers? Did I say that? No, but did you're I saying stutter? that that's their focus. I don't think I stuttered. I said devil. they're a China company. They can make this for themselves if they want to. If they're going to make some okay, money off of listen. this to fund other releases for us fuckers Ooh, in ben North America who want Ooh. to be, hey, um, you know, fucker. buying all the hot toys, well, yeah. then that's but okay. The, 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 but the comment here is the fact that it's not just this. It's consecutively. What are they doing for the overall market? How many Iron Man are we getting? They are selling these to fund other releases. That oh, my God. For. What are they funding? More reissues. What are they funding? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck? Are you, just be, you're raising your I voice would, there. I, Calm it I down. Don't what, are you, what are you talking about? A, 
I don't get disagree that we've had a plethora of reissues lately, and that bothers me as well. But we have also still been asking for innovation. We've been asking for characters that are not just main characters, and they are slowly going to give us those, in my opinion. Oh, okay. Slowly is... Slowly? Slowly, slowly for sure. Like with what? I didn't say it was fast. Like with what? But again, if if these sell well in China, why would they cut themselves off at the leg? It doesn't make any sense. Just for us, I, to I us, that ben, doesn't make ben sense. Ben does have a point. Iron Man do sell incredibly well there, but at the same time, it's like, bro, you got figures that are two, three years late, and you're... I, I think every effort... I understand a company can have multiple facets that they can be doing multiple things, but to me, I think they gotta just stop with these remakes, reissues, you know, fake exclusive stuffs. Pedal to the metal and start getting through this huge, huge list of things Back that are. Out. He just yeah. he just alluded on our show. Why should Hot Toys care about the North American market? You're part of the fucking North American market. <laughs> they're, and they're, on that point, though, they're can, not can even publicly just one more, traded. <laughs> what the fuck does it matter if they're publicly though. traded or not? <laughs> on, on the North American market, they are American properties that they're kind of using the licenses for, though, right? Like the Iron Man and the Star Wars <laughs> are American properties. So I feel like they should have a vested interest. Now, I get not every figure can be for us um, or for every collector. And, you know, if, if the, it is true that these sell well in the Asian markets, then, okay, awesome. Like, release these when you need to to fund other figures. I get that argument. But I think it was Zach, or I think Zach was making the point, just about the timing recently of, like, more reissues and just more. It seems like they're doing a lot more funding and a lot less things that are getting us excited. Like, let me just name a few figures off the top of my head. A Bane 2.0, another Joker, a Wong, a Catwoman. You know, just things that, like, the community... There's so much Wong with that. Yeah, and so I feel like, you know, instead of getting those releases that we're kind of asking for, we're getting this stuff where they're reusing parts and reissuing, and it's not anything to get excited for. What was that, Dean? I said the ones you just named are have already been done, so those are technically just reissues. Even if they're 2.0s, it's like we've already seen that. I keep hearing in the community they're fucking doing this to put more money in their pocket to give us better product. I'm, I'm still waiting for the better product, though. I'm still John's waiting not for the better product. I feel like there's got to be like some sort of cash flow problem here. Like they need this quick cash to stay going, and look, it's just it's not sustainable. Look, I, I ain't. I'm not in Hong Kong. You know, we got fucking collectors in Hong Kong. Seem think they know more than everybody. That's fine. They do. They got a foot in the door. I'm sure they get all the details. I come in here as a North American collector, and I I tell you what I see from my perspective. The last four fucking uh, releases. A part of my French. The last four releases have been re-releases, 2.0s, without any innovation, in my opinion. Uh, don't tell me, in my, uh, don't be telling me that they're doing this to make money to give us better product when we're sitting here with, holding our things in our hand, saying, "Hey, where's the better product?" Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, that was one figure. Though. One figure, bro. We, we okay. can't. I, it was a good I, release. Don't get me wrong. Okay, you can't say I, there's none and then say, okay, okay that was one. Out of 20, I, we've had like I'm, maybe two. Ben, come on, Ben. Been, you're on the wrong, hey, buddy, if you're here, you're, I, on the, you're on the wrong side of the fucking fence. I'm telling you that right now. You're making you comments. That, you're mean, on the wrong side of the fence, buddy. I yeah, it's, it's been a slow. Is, I, I agree, Ben. Like that Wolverine figure, like that was everything that we're asking from them. Perfection, like the character that everyone wants, innovation. Uh, even the price was decent on, on yep. that release, and they had two For different the real skews. Leather too. Beautiful yeah. stand, uh, yeah. perfection. <laughs> that release. It's like, yeah, damn it. Here, here I am. What? But yeah, so like more of that and less of this, please. I don't disagree that it's been boring lately. 
That's one of the reasons that the community is so on fire. I don't disagree with that. But I think the mentality of, well, what about me? When are they going to make something that I like more? When it's still a China-based company is ignorant. I think that we have to recognize that Iron Man, Spider-Man, some of those American properties like Marco has addressed. That's a great point. I mean, they make their money on these characters. They still make money on these characters, right? It's like, not I. It's us. We are in the North American. I'm not talking about us. It's, I'm not talking about I. Too, it's us. Though, right? okay. I collect here too, and I'm still okay. happy with the releases that we've been getting. I'm looking forward to that Doc Brown. I'm looking forward yeah. to that Wolverine. I'm looking forward to Batman. I'm looking forward to uh, what's Cod Piece Robin. I'm looking forward to some of these releases. But do you know why you're looking forward to it? Ex- none of us expected. Because do, I, I don't know. Do you know why, why you're looking forward to it? I'll tell me. you. I'll tell you exactly why. Because you, you don't you don't have them, right? You said last 100%. week, you said last week, you don't want InArt to take these licenses because it'll depreciate the value of your current Hot Toys collection. Did you not say I that said, last I, week? Well, kind of. I guess you were partially listening. So I said oh, what partially. I didn't oh, want was oh. for the people who Jesus have collected all of these lines to lose some of the value in their collections if InArt starts respitting those. So that's out. what I just said, no? No. So what did I do? Because Maybe I'm fucking losing I don't, my mind. Because I don't care necessarily about the value. I was talking oh, for we, other I'll play People it back. collect a lot. Okay, no problem. Oh, we've been, we've we gotta played leave, this we game gotta save, we gotta... What do we do, Cam? We fight. <laughs> After we the fucking weekend week I had... Back, we were right. After <laughs> the same. weekend I had, I, I don't need to deal with your shit. That's fucking for sure. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And I don't give a shit what... Uh, the nice guy, John, he's fucking done. If you thought I was an asshole before, you haven't seen shit yet. Yeah. Done with I these North American nice. fuckers or what? You haven't seen shit yet. All right, let's settle here. Not to, <laughs> yeah, not to add more. Here we go. The Here's fire. the fucking. There we go. Now we're getting started. Uh, Hot Toys Cobb Vanth, July 2023 to December 2023, coming in at $300. Um, I, I like this figure with the helmet on. I think the build, I think it looks pretty solid. Um, I think they got the lankiness of the character quite well, and I, I honestly thought that the neck looked a bit weird, but some people have shown me some screenshots, and Timothy Oliphant does have a very... Might have a few extra vertebrae, if I'm being completely honest. I think where this figure loses me, and I think the community was pretty split on this as well, I think John has some uh, quantitative data there, is the portrait. Um, so it, it's a from a technical standpoint, I think the the portrait is well sculpted. I just don't think it looks that much like the actor. Um, and I think for this price, three hundred dollars, I expected a bit more. Uh, John, you have some data there, but I will point out just briefly: uh, this portrait is done by Yixi nineteen eighty three, and were commissioned by Hot Toys, and they three D sculpted. Uh, this portrait for this release and we have the grayed out version on the left with the painted slash uh, modified uh, portrait there on the right so john what kind of data do we have from your um, very scientific poll no it wasn't scientific poll before i get into it i just want to say i want to clear up some things before we get into it. i'll take a few minutes here can so, we solo I, the man please no no don't solo me leave it as is i've been <laughs> i was accused of being disrespectful to the artist with my opinion that i was accused of that this morning i'm gonna say this okay and i'll say i'm gonna say this hopefully the last time because i've said it so many times if you don't fucking like my opinion shut off the screen mute the button don't follow me on social media and that's it i got no agendas here i'm not pushing in an agenda i'm not fucking diddle daddling 
I'm coming here streaming, taking time away from my family, and I'm gonna I gotta wake up and listen to some fucking pansy ass come at me saying I was disrespectful to the artist. That's a crock of bullshit. Number one, I said absolutely nothing wrong in regards to the artist. The only thing I said was if I'm getting a fucking third party, if I'm the art, Hot Toys is getting this work done by a third party, second party, whatever the fuck party it is. It's not in house. It's not Hot Toys in house. If they're doing this portrait, to me, this portrait reminds me of a third party figure. Okay, helmet on. This figure's fucking. I take. I take this figure no problem until I saw the price. With the helmet perfect fits does my mando display you want cad bane fucking perfect everyone's happy it's a beautiful figure but they showed pictures and i'm judging this on the fucking pictures that i see hot toys puts the pictures so that we can pre-order so that i could take my hard-earned money and pre-order the fucking figure and i'm gonna swear a little bit because i'm i've had it up to fucking here with this with this with the bullshit i've been hearing you 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 i go to work i'm gonna pre-order the figure right that's what hot toys does it should be the best quality photos. It's the prototype. It should be the best everything. Because you're you're selling me on the figure. They put these photos. I don't want fucking David Beckham on my shelf dressed as Mando. Okay? I don't care what Billy you Bob think. Thornton. Billy, I don't care who it is. Billy Bob Thornton's even better than David Beckham. You think I'm coming after the artist. I'm not coming after the artist. I'm just saying. If I, I stated, if I'm getting a third-party portrait this reminds me like third party work i better get a fucking third party price you're coming out and putting this figure out on the market with this portrait for three hundred dollars like what's howard doing at night like is it what's that guy thinking about to me that's a guy putting out a figure your your people are coming out and saying well they're doing re-releases so that they can innovate for future releases this isn't an innovation three hundred dollars for that portrait Another thing that people are saying is that I'm against Hot Toys. That's it. I'm fucking, I'm against Hot Toys. Why do I talk about Hot Toys? Why am I on the show? Talk about Hot Toys. I talk about Hot Toys because I fucking love Hot Toys. The memories I have with Hot Toys, picking them up, unboxing them. That's why I talk about fucking Hot Toys. The reason why I'm tough on them is because I need them to get back to where they were. Okay. This is my personal opinion. You don't like my fucking opinion? Don't listen to me. I'm not asking you to listen to me. I'm not critiquing your work. I'm critiquing the work of Hot Toys. So why you're getting fucking personal? Why people get taken to a personal level is besides me. I did a poll. Hey, the community is okay with the portrait. Fine. You're okay with the portrait. Order the figure. But we need to be more than okay with just the figure. We need to look at this figure and say, fuck, that's him. Like we did with the two-pack Boba with him dressed as Uncle Fester. That, port that portrait was fucking beautiful. That I don't, I'm okay paying these price points, but give me that fucking quality and that likeness. Give me that likeness, and I'm fine with it. Don't be giving me this shit. And the community's like, yeah, well, it's 80% there. Okay, well, I'm paying 100% price. Mar <laughs> yeah. I'm paying a hundred percent price markup for an eighty percent there portrait, and don't get me wrong, I give Hot Toys credit in this aspect because they listened. You know, we saw the tease, and we're, we even I said, I said they need to do a portrait. They need to do a portrait. They did it, but it's a fucking half-ass portrait. If the artist is listening, I'm sorry, people. Oh, but the artist, this could be their chance for their career. 
Are you fucking kidding me? But you're going to get a McDonald's chef in a Michelin star restaurant? What kind of a fucking stupid comment is that? Am I going to go am I going to go up against Donovan Bailey in a fucking relay race? Fuck no. <laughs> Let me say I this. Don't know I, who I, is, I, I saw that comment this morning on your Instagram and one Deadbeat. obviously a great opportunity for the sculptor. Don't get me wrong. I think we should all, you know, we should all be so lucky to be called upon by by a company like Hot Toys, but I understand that is a great opportunity for that person, but that, in my opinion, does not make them immune from critique or immune from criticism. Oh, but apparently it's just I negative think, critique. I it's think I, I think that the same holds true, right? People that stream, people that have influence that are overtly positive, that uh, won't mention flaws with companies or figures, I think are just as bad as what they allege to be overly negative critique, right? So I will say that first and foremost. And I commented that as well. Um, secondly, I would maybe clarify just a touch there. I know in the Patreon chat this weekend, a lot of people kept saying like third party, third party, third party. And I, the sentiment came up and I think you mentioned it as well, you know, if I'm paying for a third party sculpt, I should be getting third party prices, but these aren't the phrase third party. I think has a lot of meanings in our hobby. Yeah. 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 Let me, let yeah, me say, so, I'm, I'm yeah. saying third party quality. Not third party, okay. as in okay. third party out of there. I just wanted to clarify because yeah, I, these I, are licensed. This is a, a, of a course. sculptor that makes fantastic work. No, no. You know, we're not, this isn't, I just wanted to clarify that we're not saying an unlicensed quality. Uh, this is a physical third party to Hot Toys, but it's not a third party in that uh, unlicensed. Correct. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, a subcontract. Like there we go. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think, uh, I think it was a bit of, uh, I don't know what the word is, but I, I thought it was a bit uh, brash to to critique you for critiquing a, a sculpt and then saying that you should basically be happy for this person that they they had you know been me, able to work for Hot Toys. Let me slip I, one I more thing. I think that's a bit a bit uh, of a slippery slope if if we just say hey this is a great figure, but we're only going to give positive critique on it and not negative critique. I think that's. I don't think that's beneficial for the hobby. I don't think the just don't buy it approach is particularly good. I think um, some small sphere of influence that we may have, I think it's important that we speak our actual true opinions, you know, whether or not that's popular or not. Um, go ahead, John. I just want to say, like I said, maybe I'm a little too passionate. I'm into this fucking, like I'm into this. When I go into I'm into it 100%. I'm a little bit maybe too passionate. The only reason I'm so hard on them not hard whatever i know you guys make your fucking jokes whoa, 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 whoa. um the only reason i'm so tough on them is because and why i do these polls and shit is because guys don't take a 75 percent, 85 percent sculpt be vocal be vocal so that they can go back and make the tweaks they made it with batman why they make the tweaks so quick with batman why because you got in art pulling out their figure right uh stuff like that be vocal look what happened look what this channel did look what this channel not that channel not that this fucking channel did with gandalf okay that's what this channel did we got the we got the set we were vocal yeah we were assholes sometimes but we got it done that's how it has to be we can't be just settling for for 80 percent hey 85 percent and, and i don't want to be disrespectful because some people can actually think that this is a hundred percent of a sculpt but if you have an inkling in your mind where no, you don't agree that this looks like the character, fuck, 
speak up so that there could be change. Hey, we just said it a couple of minutes ago. Squeaky wheel gets the oil. Is this popular in I, the Asian market? Because I think I said, this is more North American, no? I, I just a Mando, before. so yeah, kind of. But, to, well. to catch up on the poll just briefly, 43 <laughs> votes. Uh, 2% shrink ray, uh, 60% good, 33% needs work, 5% dog shit. And that was uh, wow. Marco's poll there. Um, Dean, sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, it's okay. I, w- I was just, again, uh, reiterating that John has a point. If, if you see a product that you really want and it does not meet your expectations, especially for the dollar amount, it is your obligation and your right because it's your money to say something about it and i've always said it don't go on the artist page and call him mm-hmm. dog shit and fucking run him into the ground because you know he's he's just doing the job he was paid for to the best of his abilities you would hope but tell hot toys hey i don't like this i want you to revisit it i don't want to buy this thing if this is the quality i'm getting do it respectfully. Do it in the avenues you have. We have a platform. We talk about it with other streamers and you guys in the chat. And, you know, people, believe it or not, are in these streams listening to what people say. You know, we've had Sideshow in here before and stuff like that. So, like, they listen. And don't think for a second that they don't because they do. Whether it be a Facebook post, an Instagram post, a YouTube stream, whatever it is. Voice your opinion. Do it respectfully. And, and you know we'll we'll get the figures that we want if you're okay with this by all means just pre-order it don't even worry about it but for those people that do think that it could be better also don't attack them for not agreeing with you if you don't like what john said just don't just ignore him i ignore john all the time yeah <laughs> i didn't Mark even that. realize that was an option <laughs> you did the fucking guy the whole time. Just mute. Like, yeah, like, I told hey, you. That's how it. I watched the Ben Thomas show on mute. It's hey, so fucking. Wild. At least hey, you hey, watch hey, it. Hey, oh, the say, hey, he's giving you the view. He's giving you the view. But yeah, like the same. The same goes for you know, the guy who didn't agree with with John. You don't have to attack John on his post it's, it's because you disagree with him. And John, you don't have to attack Ben agree with him on reissues. We uh, could all just, get along here. <laughs> just, just briefly, Six Scale Mafia, Super Chant, miles, kilometers better than the Obi-Wan sculpt. Uh, I would agree with that, perhaps. Uh, Marco, one minute on the clock. Christian Detour Collections. In my opinion, the problem is $300 for a used figure added with a head sculpt and base is outrageous. Whereas the R&D sculpt likeness is kind of off point for me. What do we got here? Yeah, so I think the math that Hot Toys did, they said, okay, we charged 285 for the bird shit Boba Fett, right? And that one didn't have a head sculpt. So in this now, this release has a head sculpt and it's got a quote unquote diorama base and, you know, pretty, pretty light accessories. So I think they were like, okay, I think we can get $300 for this. It's from the Mando line, which they know people eat up both in North America, the fuckers in North America and in Asia. Um, so I think that they're thinking this will be a popular release. In my opinion, $300 is way too much because just as Christian Detour Collections is saying, they are reusing portions of it. So it's not quite a reissue. It's not quite a you know recast, but it's not a complete original figure i do think that the sculpt is decent i would put it you know somewhere between like a seven and a half to an eight and a half like it's passable it's like it is decently fine but for three hundred dollars they're out of their mind we'll see if this goes to wait list faster than other because it looks like the release time window is a little bit closer so really curious to see what happens with this release done hey well said buddy 
Well done. Well done. That was beautiful. That's professional. God, that what was a professional. One minute. Too. What a what a beautiful guy. Yeah, I so we'll, we'll be to talk about anything for a minute. We'll be we'll be working in some little uh, Start that churl <laughs> hot talk. seat hot seat minutes for you guys. Wait, wait um, till we talk about Bix later. Give me two minutes for that oof. one. Uh, I only I need, need fucking thirteen seconds for our bust. I um I think you hit the I think you hit the nail on the head, Marco. I think I think three hundred dollars for this. You, you got to think they're reusing, you know, all the sculpting stuff. I think that's a different missile there up top. Uh, I believe this is the first time that I've seen uh, this base. Uh, Moff Gideon hands that are reused and repainted, obviously. Uh, the soft goods probably all new because it's such a thin figure, and um, I don't think it would be a brand new body, but that's really the only place I could see, you know causing some great increase in R&D. Uh, and then the portrait, obviously, they had to commission a third-party company. But um, Bro, compared to Reva, you... such a beautiful portrait. And then to have that step down Jesus. to this, I think I think is shocking. Can, can you imagine this with Cobb? Um, what's his face? Cad Bane? How good that would look? Fuck. Well, you'd have to take all the armor off, but yeah. Yeah, but, but still, that's what you're going to... I will say, I don't know why people made such a big deal about the reused hands. One... That's always a thing. And two, Boba Fett uses the Mando gloves, which also makes no sense because Mando patchworked his armor together from Shore Trooper armor. So Boba Fett also used Shore Trooper gloves? What are the odds? It's not a big fucking deal to me. I don't know why people brought that up. I thought it was crazy. I think the figure's okay. Uh, not $300 okay. Um, the head's... Uh, dude, okay. Timothy Oliphant is so handsome. One of the most handsome actors in the business today. When he fucking showed his face on screen, bro, I about died. I was like, thank God they fucking brought Timothy Oliphant in the Star Wars. Because he's amazing. I love Timothy Oliphant. Um, this portrait, to me, does not do Timothy justice. I, 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 maybe no portrait will. Maybe he is that gorgeous. I mean, that's a handsome man. The squinty eyes, are you kidding me? Get out of here. Um, but yes, to me, it, it's it's so close to being okay that like I'm almost inclined to be like, okay, that's fine. But like like I said, like I just can't. I I love him too I need much. Those, to I, need do those, that to him. I need those big beautiful baby browns. Squinted like, eyes, not a fan. And I think I think his character has a lot of swagger, and I feel like I just feel like it's not captured here, to be honest. And mm -hmm. I think that's also part of it. It's like a very dead expression. And I don't think his character really rocked like that kind of... Samuel. Like, yeah, of you know, when you said cocky, you fucking nailed it, dude. Because he does... Or you said swagger. Like he this does, right here. Like, look at this swag motherfucker. Bro, when, when fucking yeah. Cad Bane comes walking into town, he's like, I got this shit. And he and then fucking he gets, walks out there and goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with the most... One of the most badass bounty hunters on in the fucking galaxy. Are you kidding me? But Cobb Vanth. Vanth Refrigeration. Vanth Refrigeration. <laughs> Thank you, dude. You fucking knew. Um, yeah, I think that this sculpt just doesn't capture that. And I guess if you gave him like a cocky kind of smiling, smirking look, people wouldn't like it because it would kind of limit you on poses. Like, I guess. But I don't know. Like, it just doesn't. You do know what I really I don't like? It's that you can't really tell from these photos. Yeah, um, it looks like the lip is in, his mouth inward. is open, and it's like this weird, like half 
I don't know. It's really unnatural. His uh, mouth Mafia. is actually open just a touch. Mafia is asking really a quick me. question here. Sorry. Uh, if Cobb Vanth was 240 to 260, would this still be an issue? Ben, what do we think about that? It's. I'm so happy you read that one because that was actually going to be my question for John. Would Would you have felt this passionate well, about this figure if you, that was you, the case? You never answer a question with a question. Rule number one of life. So you go ahead and answer first. I mean, if you send me the rules, I'll read them at least. Okay. Um, what do I think I of this figure? I think if I was gonna if I was gonna pick it apart, honestly, um, the only thing that I would say that I I don't love because like I think the I, Marco nailed it. I think the sculpt is somewhere between a seven and a half and an eight and a half. I I see Timothy Oliphant there, but I don't think they did his handsomeness justice either. So I agree with Dean there. Um, but he was kind of wispy in this in this outfit. This was really loose on him uh, because it, you know he like he just didn't fill it out. I feel like the figure fills out this outfit more than he should have. I think that's a bit non-accurate. Uh, and for that high price point, if they'd come out, if they'd come out with the head sculpt, which I'm okay with, uh, and they made the armor look loose and kind of wispy on his body, just like it was in the show, um, maybe then a slightly higher price could be justified. But in my opinion, this is a solid candidate for the Bargain Bin Bros, uh, you know, episodes where, you know, I don't want this right now at this current price. There's no way I would pay it. Period. But would I consider this somewhere between uh, 190 and 240? Yeah, maybe. Because I liked the character and I think he looks cool and he's a badass actor. Uh, and this might be one of the only opportunities we get to have him in 1-6 scale. So is it is it good enough for me? Yes. I don't see why people are so passionately against this. Except that I would say that maybe they're not, because based on the poll that John put out there, what was it, like 48 to 52? So I'd say that that's a pretty split. Like, yes, there's a majority there, but barely. I would say that most people still are pretty okay with this figure. It shouldn't be lighting the community on fire like it has. That's all I wanted to say. Dean, what would, be the, what would be the price point... Um, that you would be interested in this figure, uh, bargain bin bros price point. Is there a number that you'd be like, yeah, you know, I could, I could swing that for a, a handsome Timothy Elephant. As is. As is, yeah. Um, sub two fifty, like two twenty, two forty. Because okay. I mean, just in terms of accessories, you get a a gun and some hands. Like the yeah. armor, isn't technically an accessory for this version of the character right uh that's how he looks on screen yeah I mean, so it's an like you wouldn't consider boba fett's armor an accessory on a boba fett figure so you shouldn't do it on this um also marco brought up a good fact that or a good point that we've seen boba fett armor before it's not a unique ca uh, sculpt or cast so like i'm not paying for a unique you know character build figure like say uh, i think bo katan was like 280 but we've never seen that armor up until that point for that figure yeah so i'm okay with a higher price point her head sculpt is also not as good right um john cena but a completely unique you know tailored figure head to toe for this guy not so much so i wouldn't pay 300 anywhere close to that 
Ben, I do have a question for you because I know you have a take on this. Do you think this one will stick around long enough for there to be discounts or do you think it might, you know, sell out sooner and they'll do a lower run and that's why they're charging a higher price? That's a good question. I I see these as being smaller runs just going forward. I do think it's kind of the new the new thing that we're going to be seeing. Um, I think it's the their Hot Toys way of um, creating exclusivity again without having to number their figures. Uh, if these sell out on the website, they it drives up the demand for them, right? If they sit around on Sideshow for the next three years, people are going to be demanding that they that we get bargain bin discounts on this. Uh, OG fan said, you know, get real Ben. There's no way it'll hit 190. But I just got, uh, you know, battle damage Thanos for 322 shipped. Now he says that those days are almost over. Yeah, maybe. Probably because of this next evolution of what's happening with Hot Toys and their and their website, but hard to say. I do think that this will go blue line um, because I think it's just going to be the way of the future uh, to start driving demand and creating FOMO. Um, ben, you mentioned the website. What, what's going on there? So uh, sorry, in terms of Sideshow's website. Oh, okay. I thought you meant hot toys. I just mean I just mean that so many figures are going blue line real yeah. quick, even before pre-orders are done at this point. Like it seems like the new thing that's happening again in comparison to the last couple of years, where figures have sat. Like you could comfortably wait for them to be released and see in-hand videos before you even decided to buy. Um, yeah, lately this doesn't seem like it's it's the way. This isn't entirely related, but I saw a really interesting comment today. Someone mentioned that. Um, just based on the deep discounts Sideshow was giving on products that they just ordered or just received or like very recently ordered slash received, that if they had waited, I think the the amount of money extra they've spent, and this is one comment on one group, so you know take it with a huge grain of salt, but it was almost like $400 difference, and we we're looking at 25% discounts plus $5 shipping or free shipping on fairly expensive figures. I want to say the Scout... Uh, Scout Trooper with the bike, the uh, Mando version. I mean, that's not a cheap figure to get 25% off on. Um, you know, that's that's not insignificant. And I'm part of me is noticing more figures going to waitlist or out of stock or, you know, straight from in stock to out of stock. And then the other part of me is like, you know, when should we order? Because, you know, if I can get 25% on a figure just by waiting plus five shipping... I mean that's huge. Like I had I had picked up the last figure from Sideshow was a Moffax Batman. I waited two weeks, didn't see a deal, pulled the trigger, two days later it went at a ten percent discount and free shipping. And it was like, well fuck, like you know, fortunately I was able to get that discount retroactively applied, but I mean for a over a hundred dollar figure, I mean it was something like eighteen dollars in savings. Right? So that's almost twenty percent. So I um I'm wondering like kind of I know, John, you're not really pre-ordering Hot Toys at the moment, but Dean, Marco, Ben, it's it's weird, right? Because, like Marco always says, like, you don't know the rules of engagement, right? You don't know if you should pre-order early, pre-order late, don't pre-order at all, try to get it for a deal. Yeah. How do you guys feel right now? For, for me right now, my strategy, and this is a, a really great question, is if it's a figure that I think that I will, like, lose sleep over missing out on, and I'm comfortable enough with the price. So let me give you an example. The Black Panther that they announced, I think it was 285 I went with the local retailer where I got no shipping, no sales tax. I had some rewards points. So I was like, okay, I'm going to lock in a pre-order on that because I don't want to miss out. 
I think there's going to be tons. I think he'll drop and they'll go bargain bin price. But I definitely, definitely don't want to be caught with my pants down unless Ben's in the room. So, um, wow. yeah, so what I will lock so in, <laughs> you know, Tough right? Man. So I've got a, I've got some decent savings there already but by not paying shipping and sales tax. Um, so I'm okay with that discount right off the bat. And then, all, you know, all the rest of the figures that I'm kind of on the fence on, I can kind of wait and see, you know, how the market unfolds here in the future. But I am a little bit worried that things will start more and more going to a wait list before they release. I think that's all great points. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. It's the one thing that's making me feel a little bit fatigued recently with collecting uh, is that I'm not sure when I should pull the trigger because like I, like I said, I got this Thanos for this crazy deal. Uh, so I'm so happy that I didn't spend like nearly 700 bucks Canadian to get him in hand. Cause like now it's like I'm paying almost half that for the same guy, which is crazy. On the other hand, I missed out with Peacemaker because he went blue, blue line and then sold out gone like before he even hit release. So, and that was one that I, I wanted. I just didn't really think that everybody would. So then I, I kind of like, I took the gamble and I lost the gamble, right? Now, obviously, will there be other methods to pick that guy up in the future? Yeah, sure, of course. Um, but the way that I wanted to buy him, which for my, like for Canada anyways, I feel the most confident ordering through Sideshow, uh, customer service wise and, and across the, the border like that, um, you know, miss my opportunity, at least as it, as it stands right now. Will it bother me if he comes back in stock in a couple months? Yeah, like probably, <laughs> because that's just an entirely different issue, right? But um I think it's just challenging to know what the rules of engagement are. So like Marco said, if it's a figure you just can't justify not having in your collection, uh, just put at least in the NRD and give yourself some time to think about it. John, you look like you're full of thoughts, but Oh, lots boy. to unpack there. Lots to unpack there. Uh, let's uh, let's move forward. I think I think we beat the Beat the dead horse, as they I say. Beat off the horse. I just think Beat when, a horse off. Dead horse. <laughs> when when Inart came out with their high prices and half decent portrait reveals, fucking everyone lost their minds. Oh, it's too expensive. Bah, 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 bah. Now we're getting ch- charged three hundred bucks for this portrait, and people are like, "Fuck yeah, it's, it's there. You're not it's there. wrong. I'm going to order it. Come on. See, I, think, yeah, I, think, I think I think this comment here, I think, is not particularly good. Just don't buy it done. I think if yeah. if that was the attitude, I think yeah, that doesn't I get think, us anywhere. I think the I think the Tony Stank would never have been corrected. I I know 100 percent for sure the NR staff would have never been corrected, and I know plenty of other figures that have had updates would not have happened if the attitude of a lot of people was if you don't like it, don't buy it. I do, uh, can I can I add one uh, more yeah, point? Yeah, to Zach? yeah Sorry, please. So sorry, and 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 I know that I come after John sometimes. So it's it's not it's not meant to be this way. But just after your long rant there earlier on um, kind of what's happened on Instagram there this you know this morning and and whatever, I was thinking about it. I think the only challenge that I would have for you as a voice in the community uh, would be to be careful about making people feel dumb about their decision. You said yourself that you're absolutely within your right to not like something, just like somebody is absolutely within their right to like it. When you put out posts that basically say, this is what's wrong with collecting, you're what's wrong with collecting. Where did I say more. this is wrong with collecting? In your in your posts Which that post? I read earlier today. Which post? I, I don't know. I don't have it. Okay, me. so when you get it. your shit together, come on the stream and we'll have a discussion. 
Actually, we can even so, do it better. We'll do it as so hold on, hold on, hold on. My we'll we'll right do it now. as a separate stream so we could be professional because this is Zach and Dean's show. Let's be professional, okay? We'll do it on a separate stream and we can do that if you want. I Let's not do it on this show. Let's not do it on this show, okay? Let's keep on going, guys, because that's that's that lack of professionalism. Zach had a lot of work putting the show together. Let's. You're gonna come at me, no problem. We'll do it live. You're one that wants to do it live. I have no problem with doing that. But let's be I just professional think you're a bully. about is this it. Be, personally, okay. Okay. I think you're a bully. Is this gonna be a pay-per-view event? That's your opinion. Canadian Civil War. You also think North American collectors shouldn't have the right to kind of speak up, but oh that's that's you. Th again, bullying the bullying the point. You didn't oh, even hear okay. what I said. I'm sorry that I'm a bully to you. That's I'm sorry. You're not a bully to uh, me. I think you're a bully in general. Let's simmer down, boys. Okay. Let's simmer down. You know, can I, Thank can you for I your opinion. One more thing? <laughs> I want to say one more thing on this because you know John and I have been kind of on the battle lines, much like he and Ben are right now in the past, and. So like I, I'm trying to like get into John's mind a, a bit, which is a dangerous place to be, but like to figure out like where he's coming from, because, you know, he feels very differently about a lot of things than I do. And so I thought, you know, one thing that I feel really passionate about is like in video games in particular, Madden. I've been playing Madden since I was a freaking kid, right? I would buy it every single year. And as of late, the product has really shifted from something that's not really for me anymore right it's all about the ultimate team and i'm really a big franchise mode guy and so when i see people you know just kind of accept the product for what it is and pay 70 dollars for it on release that triggers me a bit and it kind of makes me feel like it's not sending the company ea the, the market signal like hey your product isn't good enough and you need to improve it's just kind of like accepting everything for what it is now, Usby kind of, you know, he and I kind of talked this through and he kind of let me know, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't degrade anyone that just finds happiness out of, you know, the release. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. If someone is happy with it and they want to spend their 70 bucks on it, I don't want to disrespect them in any way. I don't want to make them feel inferior for it. It just frustrates me because I want to see real change in the company. And every person that goes out and gives them the 70 bucks with, you know, just the, in my mind, a subpar product. It's not changing things. So I think that's kind of where I could relate to you in that sense, John. Let me say one thing after, after you go ahead, Zach. And I promise this is going to be the last thing I say about this because uh, I'll just fucking just, I'll, I'll take me, the night off. Let me get uh, these two super chats. Six Scale Mafia says, I got two on Ben, Paul Schreiber, 20 on John. I'll take the bet at oh, Six Scale Mafia. Fucking love this guy, Paul. You're a fucking angel. Let me read this oh, comment. You're the man, buddy. This winner here. Ben literally trying to provide constructive feedback from a good place. And John reverts to a child with talking over Ben and interrupting Sad. Look, Andor, don't know if this is the first time you're listening to the show. I'm a host on this show for over a year. There has to be a little bit of a level of respect on the show. Fuck you. I you're not going to you're, you're not going to fucking come here, attack me live, attack wow. me live during attack the middle of our show. Live. A fucking nobody. Give me a fucking Unbelievable. break. Oh Constructive God. criticism. Unbelievable. Constructive ben. criticism. Jesus Christ. Come on. Take it down. Both, you know, both you, of y'all right. about to be you're out right. of here. Take it down a notch, both of y'all. Jesus Christ. Constructive criticism. That's good. Good thing All I'm right. a guest. All I can John, say. you know we have like people who listen to the show, right? Of course we do. So we're having a discussion. I'm not being. I didn't tell anyone to fuck off. Nobody's having a discussion. You're talking over everybody. That's not you're, how a discussion works. You're you're stopping the okay, show. To, no, you're stopping the show the, to come at me. So I'm stopping both, you. All right, let's we have a show. Word. All right. Sorry, chat. I love the chat. I love everyone. Oh, of course you do. I do. Not you, but I love everything. All right, Ben. Jesus Christ. Um, Jazz Inc. Dioramas uh, is working on a uh, one six scale BVS Batmobile signature limited edition. 
Uh, this one comes in at $1,650 for the BVS version, $1,689 for the uh, Justice League version. Um, they wrote, uh, like all things truly worth coveting in this hobby, the special offering is limited in nature, only 250 pieces available worldwide. And once they're gone, they're gone. There will be no restoring this part of the Snyderverse. Uh, parts of the proceeds will be donated to the um, American Fund for Su Suicide Prevention and Mental Health, which I think is a very uh, noble charity and a very honorable cause. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not sure what information of this was public or what wasn't, but um, there was some uh, video that Yost had sent me of uh, Zack Schneider uh, signing um, some of these plaques. I think some of them had uh, a little bit of a sketch on there. You can see one of them, one of the plaques there with the Batmobile sketch on it. And I, I believe those are either randomly distributed or a little bit more rare than the ones without the signatures. So um, I think it's, I've seen on the group, I think most everyone seems to be pretty positive about this. Uh, there are some people that uh, are a little bit upset because they have just gotten their uh, first version and they, they kind of felt like they would have rather have known about this than, you know, kind of waited. But I think Yo said there was some things that they were, that they learned from the first experience that they were going to correct moving forward, uh, that they were going to improve upon on this one. Uh, there's been some really great posts in the uh, Jazz Inc. Dioramas group uh, in regards to accuracy and some things that Yoast can improve from the first version to the second, different measurements of the tires, different uh, dimensions and stuff like that. And um, I think, I think that I really, I love posts like that. I think that qualitative stuff, I think really gets me going. So um, I think, I think it was all good feedback and I hope that Yoast is able to take some of that into account and it's not too late to be able to make some of these changes in the sake of accuracy. And again, you know, it is it is a little bit of a, a remake, a 2.0, if you will, but I think it's great that the uh, portion of the proceeds are benefiting such an important charity, uh, such as the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and Mental Health. So um, congrats to Yoast. I think, I think that's a um, tremendous charity. I know his uh, company has a pretty thin line. Uh, so to, to donate proceeds, you know, I think it's... Uh, it's a very noble cause. So mm -hmm. it's um, cool that you get you the can, packaging with the the official like wording on there and stuff like that too. And the like you know they actually that's call true. It. Did the original one come with the official? No, because it was still. I think well, it was still technical one, third think, party at the time. Yeah, it was yeah. not licensed. So this is. This mm. is I think it may cool. have had. <laughs> well, I don't know for sure. I don't want to say it and get yelled at, but. I I don't yeah it wasn't I don't think licensed at the time I think it was, oh that's right it's yeah it was right, I think it was I think yeah right, I think it was yeah. right about that Justice time where they movie. started getting contacted for yeah. um, the licensing agreement this so. would be a cool thing to add to the collection like like an like the first official jazzing piece you know because um, in six scale you know he's synonymous with great display options you know the the detoff uh, uh, Tanta 4 setup and the Falcon cockpit and stuff like that. Um, that being said, I will say, I believe they said they were going to change the color on this, or were they going to leave it this? Because I think it's more of a gunmetal, not black, and I think they said they were going to change that. I'm not sure. I don't think, I haven't seen anyone confirm that they're changing the color. Okay. I think I saw a post with pointing out that it was the wrong color and the, the wheels were too small. Yeah, I think someone pointed out, and then somebody sounded off that they had said, I don't know. Oh, okay, um, I, I hadn't seen the follow-up. But, yeah, just in case you're wondering, I, that, I've heard that. I can't cannot confirm. Sorry, I don't have my shit together. 
<laughs> Anyways, anyone have any uh, anything on this one? I just think it's a good cause. I like you, you know, echo that. I think that's pretty cool. So, and I, hopefully there are, are some of those QC improvements um, because it'd be nice to put that to, to rest for folks who are looking forward to the Jazz Inc. releases coming forward. So, yeah. Um, moving on. So, this is the back of the box there. Really classy arts uh, on the back there. Uh, they did have obviously the same uh, stuff put up for the. Uh, Justice Mobile as well. This is the box art for the BVS Batmobile. So I uh, believe both are limited to 250 pieces, so 500 worldwide. Uh, pretty good. Uh, for Lord of the Rings collectors, LEGO Lord of the Rings is rumored to return in 2023. This lines up with a lot of the rumors that we had seen uh, in regards to the uh, LEGO fan design projects. I'm struggling to remember. The, LEGO Ideas, sorry. Where fans can submit different designs if they hit a certain threshold that they kind of uh, get in a circulation in, in sort of the think tank to see if they can be a possibility. Uh, I believe uh, Brickheads is kind of where they're starting with, so that would be uh, rumored to be Gandalf and Balrog, which is really exciting. Uh, and it's interesting because, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, because Funko um, is also, I believe, dipping the toe back into the Lord of the Rings stuff. I think uh, the Prime show is having a good effect here. And if we can get Lego Lord of the Rings back on the shelf, even if it's Rings of Power, I think that would be uh, tremendous for a lot of people, especially myself. I missed out on every single Lego set uh, as I was not collecting at the time, and they are quite expensive on the secondary market. And if you want to talk true collectibles, Lego is, you know, when they when they go to retired, I, I think I could count on one hand the number of sets that have gone back into production. Uh, it's quite rare. Is this going to be um, based on the new show, do you think, primarily? Uh, there's no rumors yet, but the mm. fact that it's Gandalf and Balrog... Or, or, excuse me, there's no confirmations yet, but the fact that it's Gandalf and Balrog and the fact that the Funko stuff is from the original trilogy of Lord of the Rings, the uh, Peter Jackson, uh, I'm pretty well sure that this is going to be uh, based on the Peter Jackson fellowship, Two Towers, and Return of the King. So uh, this is really exciting. Uh, Also really exciting, Dean, um, Kit's Concept Macross, uh, VF1S Valkyrie, the dark gold version with fast pack armor. Uh, this is coming in at 172nd scale, which is a limited edition figure uh, releasing October 2022 with a price point of $259.99. Tell me about this release. $259 for <clears throat> what was it, 172nd? 172nd scale, yeah. So this oh equates to about an 8-inch figure. Uh, this is very similar to the one we just saw that was the Transformers G1 um, homage figure. To me, 259 is a little high. Uh, the black and gold has traditionally been their exclusive colors. Uh, they've done statues, figures. The, um, the VF1S in black and gold is kind of iconic at this point for like a variant exclusive. So uh, I was happy to see this. I don't personally like uh, that look, so I never get these. But limited to 999 pieces, um, pretty cool. Uh, the other one was also limited. You get the light of function completely transformable um 259 is a little high um i i think i said last time i had gotten the vf1j and the fast pack armor and i paid oh no the vf1s original and the fast pack armor both i got for like it was like 172 shipped or something like that uh, from bbts so even with a little bit of a markup, $4 shipping, uh, this seems very high to me. Uh, but that was a few years ago. 
Uh, but yeah, another exclusive. It's cool to see. Still waiting on three zero to fucking show us something to compete with these because they're about going to be in the same scale. But just so it's on your radar, I always do the Macross stuff. Sorry, Dean. Did you say? I was kind of having a hard time seeing the picture. Uh, what for the uh, Lane Kramer says for two dollars in the super chat, ninety eight in here, thirty three likes. Let's all hit the like button. Uh, thanks, Lane. Um, did you say what the edition size was there? I can't see it on the picture. Um, yeah, 999 pieces. 999. Cool. Cool. I like it. Wow. Are you going to... I may have missed that. Sorry, I was dealing with VB. Are you going to get this one, or is this just a, No, this is a, a, neat... this is a pass for me, but I just... I like their um, uh, diligence on the black and gold being exclusive. Like, it's... Like, if you have, like, the black and gold anything in the collection it's like oh that was the scc exclusive or whatever kind of exclusive it's always black and gold so So they're true to their word and they don't reissue and don't touch that color scheme again correct wow nice uh john let's hear a quick word from our sponsor yeah one six corners mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers they offer great prices great packaging fast shipping and best in the business customer service collecting weekly listeners get 10 percent off in stock figures while our show is live using code capital C, capital W, 10. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and you leave the rest to them. Um, just a little bit of an update here. Uh, I've, I've seen this email floating around, uh, and I've, I, I myself haven't gotten it yet. I don't know if it's because I've never done a PayPal return, um, but I, I finally heard from one of our trusted Patreonies, and I felt that uh, it, was, it was good enough for me to put on the show sheet. Uh, starting November 27, 2022, PayPal will no longer provide free return shipping labels or refunds for return shipping costs. Um, they're saying that they're going to continue to work on new ways to help you as a shopper. Uh, purchase protection will continue to be available on all eligible purchases. So um, that was kind of one of the benefits of PayPal. I believe this was an eBay thing. I don't think it was PayPal everywhere. I think on eBay, if you had a transaction that went south, they would cover the return shipping. Um, but... Uh, just a heads up, November 27th, 2022, uh, they will no longer be doing this. So just uh, kind of get your ducks on a row if you have to make a return before then. Um, our main topic of the night is holiday season. We're officially in fall. Uh, the holidays are right around the corner. I thought it would be interesting because we always talk about how fast collections can change, how fast your goals can change, and, and it's uh, never more obvious than when you know, you're three years out on a pre-order and it still hasn't come in yet. Um, and so I, I thought it would be neat if we all put together a list of four items, we kind of explain or four or five items, explain why we want them. And then we'll compare these lists right around the holiday season in December and see if they change, see, you know, kind of what, what, what's been going on there. I think it'd be a good barometer to see how we've changed as collectors. Cause <clears throat> I know me even just a month ago, quite different. So, uh, for me, um, I got four things on my list. Um, the first one I've been really getting into painting lately and I hate not having colors, right? Like right now I don't have a purple paint and you can mix purple with blue and red, but I'd rather just have a bottle of paint that I can just dip into whenever I need. And so Vallejo makes a really nice, uh, basic color set, very affordable. It's like 20 something paints, 12, 20, there's a lot of paints, a lot of different, uh, variations of the primary colors and, uh, it just seems like a neat little thing uh, to get a bunch of paint for really cheap. You know, you might be looking at uh, 2 to $3 a bottle of paint at the store. $5 a Hobby Lobby, actually. Whereas this, you get a 
prepackaged bottle of paint. I think it's like $25 and uh, should should do you for just about everything you need. I want to uh, clown this, on you for this inclusion, but I've seen what you do with your painting, so I won't. How dare you? Um, yeah, because I, I just I hate having to buy paint. And then, like, for example, I went to go buy this specific fucking purple paint the other day. Went to two stores and didn't have it. It was really annoying. The next thing I need is a one, two, three block. Uh, Dean Watch is tested, so I'm sure you've seen these quite a bit. But, you know, in building models this past few weeks, like Warhammer models and finishing up Danny's model, it cannot be stated how important it is to have something heavy and flat with different uh, lengths and widths that you could just put things on or use them to balance things while the glue is setting or while a wash is setting. And I've seen Adam Savage use these for, for squares to glue things at right angles uh, to yeah, use them. 90% dead on machined. Yeah, like 99.9. More like quite, accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some amazing things. So um, Bro, these are this picture. That was the first thing I saw. I was like, fuck, those are cool. Yeah, I want one so bad. And I've for years I've put off buying them. They're not expensive. I just never pulled the trigger on one. So it's a nice little stocking stuffer. Side note, for the Christmas holiday I'm putting out there, I also want us to do a collector's gift guide. I think that would be really fun in December, an episode where we just kind of go through starting at like a dollar and working our way up. Obviously not toys, but you know things that, that uh, the non-collectors can buy for their loved ones who collect. I think that would be quite good. Now... Um, Bully Patrol in the chat. Uh, the next thing is uh, Joy Toys 118 scale. It's a Primaris Dreadnought. So this one, it was actually quite expensive when I first went out for pre-order at Big Bad Toy Store, but they dropped the price by like 30 bucks. I don't know why. And so um, it's basically like the model kit that I just got, but scaled up, you know, probably many times, probably like three or four times. And then it articulates and has a bunch of like weathering and paint and everything like that. You just open it up and it's a figure. And so I think that's really cool. Um, and I have it on my Christmas list at the moment. And the last thing is the Sideshow Premium Format uh, Dark Knight Returns Batman. I think it's a great piece. I Well, at least from the pre-order photos. I haven't actually seen it in hand. But the people that I know that have seen it in hand at, uh, I want to say, SDCC, all had really great things to, to say about it. And uh, I like the uh, the comic, and I like the movie from the comic, so... Excuse me. This is what I'm looking at for my Christmas list, uh, and uh, I think I've been a pretty good boy this year, so we'll see. <laughs> it's a great list, buddy. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, Zach, I know it's not time for shout-outs yet. Shout-out to you for being super dad and hosting a show. I don't even know how you do it. I could barely freaking host and this read comments. This show so all show. You're crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> Not just yeah, the show. I'm watching, I'm watching three Fucking kids today. Knucklehead show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it has been difficult. Um, yeah, so so this is my list. Um, I think I'll probably knock out the top two of these on my own at some point in the next few months or in the next month or so. Um, but the two bigger items, I basically told Victoria, like, yo, if you're going to give me one thing, it's one of these two things. And the Primaris Dreadnought went from 190 to 160, so that's uh, going in the right direction for me. Uh, Moosestream says Sideshow has a video for this. I'm not sure if what you're talking about here. Probably the statue. And, uh, Sideshow. Is it out already? When I checked, it was November to December. Could be wrong. But I checked today. At any rate, uh, Dean, you have provided us with a sexy list here. What do we got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my four, starting with the Kids Logic. VF1J statue coming back to Macross. 
Uh, this was supposed to be out already, but it got pushed back to Q4 2022. So I'm hoping to get it in time for the holidays, but I have a feeling it's probably going to be fucking like April next year by the time I have this. But it's on my list because I'm super excited to get it. Uh, will be my third like real statue. Um, and it's fairly large, so I'm very excited uh, to get that. Um, also on my list is two Play Arts Kai figures from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Jessie, uh, fuck, what's her last name? It's so cute. Raspberry, Jessie Raspberry. Uh, she's a fucking angel, R.I.P. Um, uh, spoiler. Spoilers, bro. <laughs> yeah. And, well, the game came out in 97, so. Uh, and then uh, Red 13, who's the best boy, uh, apart from Kevin. So Red 13 is very cool. Nanaki, like an if you're a fan. He's not a dog. He's like a lion tiger thing. He's, he's cool. emo, dude. He's not emo. He's wise. He's very quiet. But when he speaks, it's very... Bro, cool. I didn't look at My Chemical Romance and think they were... <laughs> okay, I guess on this photo it looks a little weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the topping off my list, I should have this the middle of ne- uh, October. Uh, Ahsoka Tano, Hot Toys. I've had her on Layaway. I've had the money, but I keep having to fucking spend it because I'm uh, in a, standing in a wedding. I'm a groomsman, so all my extra money is going to that, so... Bro, don't ask me. Anyone here, anyone that knows me, don't ask me to stand at your wedding. Come on. I don't want to be dealing with all that shit. <laughs> Carlos uh, yeah, says, so, damn. <laughs> yeah, so those, that's my list. I'm, uh, hopefully, by the end of November, I'll have Red and Jesse as well. So Jesse? I think, Jesse, I think they're on sale on Amiami right now, so I'm hoping to get that order in before they disappear. Because uh, wow. I don't want to pay retail. Wow. Uh, but yeah, that's my list. John, the John, John, John. What's going on? We got uh, Superman Hush by Prime One. This is the wish list, Christmas wish list. We'll see what happens. Prime One, Superman Hush, Prime One, Poison Ivy. And on the six scale, we got. Uh, John, what does that Poison Ivy retail for asking for a friend? She's over 1500 Okay. I think Oof. US. Um,. Depends. You can find a deal, but she's she goes up there, especially if it's the exclusive. And then, of course, on the six scale, we got uh, the Inar Gandalf. Uh, that's that's going to be an important one for me. And I do like the Doc Brown. I need the Doc Brown, so uh, I want that representation with the DeLorean Marty. So, uh, yeah, those are my choices. Yeah, love to see it. Have you been a good boy this year, John? Fantastic. You'll love to see Some it. people wouldn't agree, but fuck. Who gives a fuck what they think? <laughs> I wouldn't agree. Just kidding. The best boy. Uh, I think this is Marco's list. Yeah, so this, yeah, this is me. And so kind of tried to you know dabble in a few different areas. So first, the iconic Ryu. I know that that one should be arriving before the end of the year. Really excited to see what their output will look like for this figure and the custom body. Uh, really, really excited for that one. Uh, this Luke, this is, you know, for me personally, I think this is a bargain bin candidate. Could be wrong, but you know, just kind of following the trend of all figures recently, would love to scoop this one up for, you know, a significant discount around Black Friday or Christmas time. So one that I've wanted to add, but I'm really trying to be patient and you know not FOMO buy something. 
obviously the NR Joker, like absolutely cannot wait for all three Jokers I have coming my way. Um, but yeah, really interested to see what the rooted hair looks like. Um, and then this Loki, really want to add it. It's one that I would consider potentially canceling to just get the solo version of the um, of the show because I really like that suit and you saw that prototype at Comic-Con. looks really awesome, but this is one I've wanted for so long. The longer we wait, the less kind of desire I have for it, but I still think it's going to be a really cool figure, so hoping that one comes out before the end of the year as well. And that's one that I do have on pre-order already. So, wow. Loki, Loki, come on. <laughs> what do we got, Ben? So, so even though I created the rule of four, I ended up putting five in, so I, I, I know. Broken Fucking my own guy. Rules. Hate to see it. Um, obviously, the Joker uh, two-pack from Inart, I am very, very excited for. I really, really hope this thing comes out before the end of the year. Like, I've got my, like, the plan for it in my collection already. Like, how it's going to sit, how the lighting's going to display it. It's going to be pretty cool, so really crossing my fingers on that one. It was also a really awesome thing to see that for once hot toys actually bumped up a release with their doc brown as opposed to delaying it so and they bumped it up by quite a lot i did not expect to potentially get this guy in hand this year uh so you know john and i don't disagree on everything i mean i he's got good taste here i think that's a wicked figure i'm excited to see and that's what uh, i wanted to add as well <laughs> I know, right? Um, Ahsoka Tano, I like so the, the deluxe version with the Grogu. I think um, you know I'm anticipating her show being pretty awesome. I liked uh, what we've seen from her so far as the character. Um, so cross fingers there. I've got her uh, coming. At least it'll just depend on when it comes. Uh, Tactical Ew. Jackal uh, here says, uh, John, it's don't nasty. change for nobody, brother. Uh, you're a big part of why I watch the show. Unfiltered, you throw it all out there. Tactical Jackal loves your shit, John. Um, also, classic Spider-Man suit. Uh, this is one that I think I just need in my collection. I've wa I've been kind of waiting for the classic red and blue look, and I mean, it's literally called the classic suit, so you can't not have it. But if some of these or none of these come this year as crossed fingers for, uh, then I'm finally going to pull the trigger on a PS5 because I, I can't justify playing with Dean online anymore with a PS4. It's just too slow. Uh, I'm still loading my game for tomorrow's session. Like, it's getting Jesus ridiculous Christ. at this point. So, yeah, 100%. Dean, we got a minute on the clock. Mr. Musashi says, do you guys feel like figures that you care less about as time goes on Time goes by, rather, or just exposing that we were purchasing out of FOMO rather than connection with the character. Uh, yes, not only FOMO, but maybe you over anticipated how much you actually like like the thing. Uh, FOMO definitely plays a big part of it, um, where you order something because you might not get it. Right, that's the whole point of FOMO. So you put it on order, and then the longer it takes, you're like, well. Do I really need it or do I even really care? Because I've been there where I've ordered something because I think it's going to be worth something or whatever. And then I'm just like, you know what? Who gives a shit? Like, I'd rather spend my money on something else I really care about. So I don't, I don't think I needed a whole minute to do that. But, yes, I do think that uh, as time goes by, it eases the heart on what you really want. Wow. Well done, Dean. <laughs> With time to spare, no less. Uh, let's go to Auxiliary. We have... Uh, thank you, Mr. Musashi, for that comment. Uh, we have some uh, questions here. Let me uh, let me pull these bad boys up here. Ba -ba -da -ba. 
We ask people for topics. We don't have a lot of topics to talk about sometimes on Tuesday. Obviously, today we're chocked full of them. Uh, but I did want to honor these people that uh, have given us some great questions here. Looks like we may revisit Cobb Vanth just momentarily. Uh, Chris, Vintage Viewport. Uh, why is Andor the best Star Wars show? Why does it mop the floor with Obi-Wan and Boba Fett yet? It's about Cassie and Andor. Isn't it funny that there probably won't be any decent one six scale or statues that anyone will want for the show? Basically, what the hell, Lucasfilm? Where has this A-team been at? Whoops, that's my opinion and not a topic. Can a film or TV show be objectively better or worse than another? John, what do you think about that? What was the question? Sorry. Can a film or TV show be objectively better or worse than another? Can a show? Can a a show? What was it again? Can a Jesus Christ? My blood, my blood, buddy. I'm fucking telling you right now. What is it? Blood pressure is one. You know what? I can can take this one, John. No, no. Let me take take the next one. Go for it. Okay, yeah, go. Thanks, Marco. Yeah. Can a can a film or TV show be objectively better or worse than another? Yeah. Well, so absolutely. I think the answer is yes on on that. Um, I will say, where has this A team been? This is Tony Gilroy, right? So he was involved with making Rogue One, I think was the writer of Rogue One as well. And now is the showrunner on this chat, correct me if I'm wrong. So it's like, we're seeing them take kind of the top tier talent from cinema and from films and kind of transitioning it over to their shows. And, you know, obviously they did that a bit with Mandalorian and that was successful. And then Robert Rodriguez, who I've never personally like loved his directing style. So for his fit on, on Book of Boba Fett, didn't feel great. I didn't personally, you know, hate that. But it's like we're seeing a very mature and I keep relating Andor. We'll talk about it in a bit to like an HBO drama, right? Like they just took like the top tier acting, writing, directing, set making, the best of the best. And they've translated it into something that's very mature and more st- you know, more aligned with the Star Wars that I want to see. So we'll get into a bit a bit more, but to answer that question, I think flat out, yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have this theory, I've talked about it before. Sorry. Um, where Disney purposefully tanks uh, legacy characters to make you give a shit about their characters. There's no reason that Boba Fett show shouldn't have been just as good as The Mandalorian wanted to. And it just wasn't. Obi-Wan, probably one of the most beloved fucking space wizards of all time. And that show was subpar. It just wasn't good. And, you know, we're only three episodes into Andor, and it was a tough it was a rough start i'm really fucking glad they gave us three episodes as when it aired because dear god we we needed all three for that show to get going but it was an enjoyable watch i wasn't you know hating every minute of it so yes that mike marco said the answer is yes one show can be better um i just think they do it on purpose that's my um, <laughs> I am going to, I I think we kind of touched on Brendan's uh, question earlier with the third party things. Um, Marco says, uh, well, Marco, please go ahead and read your your question here. Yeah, my my thought has been recently, does House of the Dragon have any figure potential either by Inard or by 3-0? And the reason I ask this is because obviously there was a cast swap with the last one, not everybody. Um, but you know they kind of jumped in time so like is there any possibility there i'm kind of racking my brain on a concrete example it's a Damon. Toughie. 
it's a toughie. Yeah, Damon Let me take would this be one. a fucking solid figure. Yeah, I think it you gotta be. go, Damon. Yeah, dude. I I think I haven't seen enough of, or, or none of us rather, of the new Rhaenyra actress to uh, really uh, commit to one or the other. I I personally I, I wouldn't mind having a a mommy figure in the collection because uh, she bad, bro. Wow. Um, but I think I think Damon is is the obvious choice. Um, I, I'm going to go a little bit outside of the box here. The head of the Kingsguard. I actually don't even know his name, but he was just such a badass character in every single scene he was in. The the bald guy, the fucking big mountain and mountain oh, yeah, looking yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, he was great. I think we'll probably get a Christian Cole as well. I think he's uh, a, a character that, uh, like Damon, is, is quite important to the show. His appearance hasn't changed much between any of the time jumps to be honest that's a beautiful I man think, that'd be hard to get that sculpt just right it's good looking guys I'll tell you that much almost as handsome um, as marco if i'm being honest i am uh, not because they're both latinos well <laughs> i don't think he is but. i know i don't think he is. <laughs> wow he's not i don't wow. think he is i think he's, he's just a yeah anyways just a handsome man let's um, uh let's uh i would or, say and i know that three zero didn't make make this figure but the um Tywin Lannister, Hand of the King figure was awesome, and uh, what uh, Hightower? What's his name? Otto Hightower. Otto Hightower. Say what you will, that character is fucking kind of cool. He's kind of a dick bag and like sleazy, but like mm -hmm. that would make a pretty cool figure on the shelf. So I, I could totally see them doing something like that as well. Same with it, uh, the Queen. Yeah, Allison would so. be. Allison, She's going to play a oh. big part in the show. And, you he know, I think says, Carlos asked... Oh, oh no, please, just, go ahead. Sorry, really quick. Yeah. I think Carlos, who I saw here in the chat, asked John from InArt, he was asking about the dragons and, like, if they would do, like, statues, maybe scaled at 1-6. So I'm just wondering if there's even dragon potential here. That'd probably be really hard to pull off, but it'd be sick Bro. to see them try. Yeah, because 3-0 did the Drogon, and I think in terms of scale, Drogon's much smaller than the dragons in this show. Um, so that would be pretty tough to pull off, but that Drogon has like a fucking like highly sought after piece, so that'd be cool to kind of see. I want McFarland to actually do the dragons, do a proper one, justice. Yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Skyliner John from InArt's response to every question. <laughs> Let me get back to you. Oh um, man, how dare That's you, mean. Uh, Mark Phillips? Should InArt change the dressed up Bruce Wayne for a drifter Bruce Wayne? John, yes or no? I'm a f I like what they did. I don't necessarily need a drifter. The option of having a drifter would have been cool as well. But I like yeah. uh, the Bruce Wayne in just the suit as well. With the, with the cufflinks and everything, I think it looks good. Portrait, a little bit of tweaking, I still say. But uh, we'll see what happens. John in the chat says, As prices rise when we as collectors raise our expectations on the final product that we receive. I'm going to take that one. Um, I think the constant thing that I hear all the time and it, it honestly gets a little old. I've said it a lot too. And I know it's probably gets old for you listening at home inflation, right? Week to week, the dollar buys less, the pound buys less, the Euro buys less. And at some point though, I'm still spending real actual dollars and cents. Like, you know, the proportion of my income that it's costing me is this is going up. Right. And I know that there has been some really neat stuff recently. I think the USB stuff, whether an innovation because of InArt or legal pressures from, from different governments with the uh, child uh, safety stuff or otherwise, 
I think those are great. But I think absolutely. I think I think my expectations of a figure would get much higher. The Titan that I bought, for example, uh, was about half the price of a Hot Toys, and uh, I honestly <laughs> I haven't bought a Hot Toys in a long time. In fact, I've, I'm in the process of selling two 12-inch figures this week. Um, I I'm just I I don't think I could bring myself to spend the current price on a Hot Toys and and commit that money at the moment. There's maybe one or two, but I think it'd have to be a bargain bros situation. Miles Morales, if it goes on on crazy uh, clearance on pop culture or or some of these um, overseas retailers or inside show, other figures like that. But uh, absolutely, I think my my expectations will rise, regardless of how heavy inflation has had a hand in these prices. I think absolutely. The percentage of my income that's going to cost me is going up, and I think my expectation for what I receive from the final product should should raise proportionally as well. What are you giggling at over there, Dean? Oh, I'm laughing at Carlos. Like a four chat. kids to watch. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm laughing at Carlos. I was on mute. I wasn't interrupting you. You chose to yeah, You're giggling. Me. Big old head smiling. To over myself. <laughs> and I'm talking to Carlos in the chat. He's being Is this a Final Fantasy related thing? Yes, we got thing? we got into an argument on the Will Foxification shout out stream. Uh, <laughs> where he was arguing with me about it. And he's bringing it in here. How dare you? Statue, I'm going to flag your comment because I think it's fantastic. We will um, uh, we'll get to that. We'll circle back. Andor says, just because you're tired of hearing about inflation doesn't make it magically go away. 100%. I completely agree. But at the same time, my, my, uh, my, my um, wage isn't going up to match it. So uh, I'm, I'm absolutely going to hold it to a little bit of a higher standard. <laughs> Zach, Dean, don't laugh while I'm laughing. <laughs> I am the boss. Um, I like I like when Dean giggles, but I want to make sure he's not laughing at me. To be honest, <laughs> no, no, no. I want to no, make no. sure I didn't do something stupid. No, I would always there and you. call you out. You know me. Yeah, yeah, fucking guy. <laughs> uh, Ian CB says this is just an idea to discuss with everything coming out and prices going up. You have to create a focus, but how the f do you do it? That if you like me, you love everything Star Wars, and each character seems to have nostalgia. I know I can't get everything, but my uh, my desire, FOMO, addiction, lack of ability to not jump on the hype train prevents me from getting a focus. Shit, reading this back, perhaps I need help. Dean, help the man. Uh, I like when you read that back, you didn't say the word fuck, but after today, like, you don't all right. censor. Skyliner, uh, you're being a fucking gabagool, all right? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so that's one thing I struggled with a lot, is wanting everything Star Wars that came out. Sans you know sequel trilogy stuff and reva but a long time ago i decided that i was going to focus on a single uh movie maybe some other characters here and there but i focused on a new hope and so i got the luke the han leia chewy r2c3po and like that was kind of the movie that got me into star wars so I was content with that. But like I said, there's there's always more figures you want, right? Like Ahsoka Tano. I also have a, a fuck ton of clones. So maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, trying to find the focus is very, very hard, especially with Star Wars. Cause, so I know where you're coming from. That was Ian CB, right? Yeah, sweet, sweet Ian CB. Yeah, kind of try and pick like a movie or an era. Maybe you, Maybe you just like, you know, the bby and after so you you know go for that stuff 
Uh, maybe you like the prequels, so just go for that stuff. And it really narrows down, you know, what figures you're going to buy, right? Like, if you had Rex and Cody, you wouldn't buy Ahsoka from The Mandalorian. You'd get the Clone Wars Ahsoka. Or maybe you have um, Obi-Wan and Anakin. Well, you wouldn't have Leia on the shelf. You know, she's in Anakin's ball sack, so she's not going to be on the shelf. So you don't buy the Leia. So it's hard. I get it. I do. But you can do it. And that saves not only your wallet, but also your mind. Why are you stressing about all this stuff? Thinking about how you're going to spend your hard-earned money in fucking times like these. So try. Actually, um, there's no try. There's only do, as Yoda said. So. I love it. <laughs> ben, a minute on the clock. Statue Collecting says, How do you feel about the current market in regards to collectibles? People holding off buying, or are you spending no matter what and say, screw it? How do you feel about the current market in regards to collectibles? That's a good question. Um, I honestly think that you should only hold off if you don't legitimately have the money for it. I think if you have the money for it, and it's one of your favorite collectibles or figures or characters, uh, you know, find a way that you can make it work for your budget. Just buy what you can afford, buy what you love. Don't necessarily buy what other people think you should buy or what they tell you you shouldn't buy. Uh, if you think it's cool and you want it in your collection, I support that. Whether or not that means that I'm shooting rainbows or not, I think it's a, it's a positive approach. Uh, because there is going to be a lot of opinions in the community uh, about how you should spend your money. At the end of the day, it is your money. So I would say screw it if it's the favorite character. There we oh, go. yeah, 100%. Uh, let's... Uh... There's, there's like, my guts figure, I spent way too much on it, but it's, like, like for someone like John, who doesn't like Berserk or Guts, like, wouldn't even think about buying that Give figure. it a second look. Yeah, for sure. But I'll fucking spend all kinds of money on it. Uh, Carlos, <laughs> Dean, I have a video for you. Ask Marco. It's lovely. God damn it. It's, yeah, Carlos' account, account needs to be banned immediately. <laughs> yeah, okay. Speaking of band immediately, we got the chat six nine best adult dating sites. Hey. Sorry about that. I did screenshot the link though. Um, now this was big news: James Earl Jones stepping down as Darth Vader, uh, though he will still allow his voice to be used uh, digitally, artificially, or with previously recorded lines, which I think is fantastic. Um, James Earl Jones, uh, he's an old man. He's been doing this for I think something like forty years. Uh, let the man rest. Let the man uh, go and off into the the promised lands. I, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm I'm happy that he got to leave on his own terms. And I think we as fans of Star Wars are incredibly blessed to have had his amazing voice with our franchise for 40 years. Yeah. And I think also, um, I've seen this many many times. I, I assume it is correct, but. Um, that he had recorded many lines, variations, like a lot of stuff, many hours of, of audio recordings, so that in the future, you know, God forbid the day passes, they'll be able to extrapolate, like, the the sound of his voice, yeah. and through the use of AI, they can kind of have Vader say the things that he needs to say. And I want to say in um, the Kenobi show, that's what they did for some of the lines, uh, at least from what the YouTube, like, things you may have missed videos would have you believe uh so i think i think that's great and i think dj 
says it best here. He was able to leave on a high note, let the man rest. So um, I, I think I think that's incredible. Uh, I think job well done to uh, James Earl Jones. And uh, again, I, we were so blessed to have him for as long as we did. And, uh, you know, we'll, to we'll you, go from there. he was Vader. To me, he was royalty. The ruler of Zamunda. I love Coming to America. He's the best part of that movie. But also, yeah, that's super cool that he, you know, was like, all right, I saw the Obi-Wan show. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Have you done Coming to America as a movie of the week? No, I think we need to. The second one. We've done the second one. I don't know if we've done the first one. I haven't even seen the second one, but we got to do the first. It's terrible. Do yourself a favor and don't. I I had until this point, and I love the first. If Um, you love the first, do not watch the second one. All right. <laughs> Our movie of the week, rather, show of the week by, uh, was this by Marco or Ben? Uh, that Marco? was my pick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Andor, the first three episodes, needs no introduction. The story of Cassie and Andor before Rogue One. Um, I will be honest, I was dreading to watch this show. Way too much. I had Merlin episodes piling up. I was fucking binging Dahmer. Damn it. Will you please, for the love of God, watch the show? Dean, they were piling up. It was like a a pile-up. It just kept piling, Uh, Dean. Anyways, I had too much Merlin to watch. I had too much Dahmer to watch, which, by the way, is incredible. Evan Peters absolutely deserves his second primetime Emmy for this because, damn, that show is bonkers. And... I just had too many things to watch on TV. But boy, first episode really bad. I was like, oh, this, we're in for we're in for one of those shows, eh? Second episode piqued my interest. And by the third I was all in and I can't wait. I think the episode comes out what tonight? I think the new one. I'm very excited. I It's usually Wednesday, but I'm not sure with this show. Okay, so so I I'm very excited to be honest. I a lot of people said it was like a really gritty World War II film. I didn't quite get that from the first three episodes. However, I will say there is a ton of potential. Cassie and Andor, a very gray character, you know, he's not overtly good. He's not overtly bad. He's like probably morally a good guy that has to do some real shitty stuff. And you kind of see that in the show. Um, the officer, I, I'll be honest, I don't know his name. The The dude that looks like a Funko Pop in his head he's got a real <laughs> square head and looks like inspector gadget fucking hate that guy but I, yeah. I that shows how good of an actor he is yeah. and also the big chungus guy who actually looks like a funko pop love that dude and it's funny awesome. the, the the i guess he was in the batman there. too which i hadn't even realized well, i didn't know that he's a cop in that the the duality oh. because uh you know i want to stay spoiler free but there's a moment where there's a speech being given by by the the big heavy set guy, which hashtag Fatboy Fall, and and it rallies the troops. And then Inspector Gadget looking dude is just like not able to to live up to that. And it's it's so good, it's so yeah. so good. And I think the only thing I'm concerned about is these three episodes absolutely would not have done well released week after week after week. they would have lost all momentum i think in my opinion i hope that the episodes going forward aren't as reliant on three hour arcs or what is it 40 minutes times three arcs to get to get there because i think i think that's a waste of a show i think now that we've kind of set the plot up we kind of know what's going on 
I think if the episodes going forward are a little more self-contained in terms of we are introduced to a situation, a situation is resolved, and we move forward, I think that would be fantastic. But I I went from honestly thinking, I'm going to phone this in. I'm probably not going to watch it. I got, too, I got Merlin piling up. I got Dahmer piling up to just fucking binging it in like, what was it, two hours, three hours, something like that, binging it from beginning to end couldn't wait and i was upset i thought for some reason i thought there was four episodes i was bummed that there was only three so uh very high recommendation thus far um i would give it at this point probably a little less good than mando but very very strong in terms of the disney plus shows that we've seen thus far i think i think this is good and i'll be honest i don't give a fuck about andor like cassie and andor i don't care about that character at all his character kind of sucked in Rogue fuck. One, right? He wasn't the best. Uh, the actor named uh, Diego Luna, correct? Yeah. Fucking just falls right back into like I mean it's 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 incredible. I yeah. I think he is Cassian Andor. Like it's <clears throat> it's really good. And I just I, I I know from from I guess like the trailer or the teaser or whatever they call it for a TV show these days. I know there's going to be some characters that are like a big part of the Star Wars universe, but I just don't want this to be a thing where every episode, like some random person, like I, you know, we complain about this a lot. There's like 12 people in the whole galaxy. I, I want this to stay fairly away from some of these big name characters. And I know there's one that's going to be coming soon, but I hope that they can kind of keep where they're at because it's, it's really good. And honestly, fucking really, really solid first three episodes of a show. And when you said that, I, I kind of remind it reminded me of young Leia, who personally didn't connect yes, very yes. much with me. And yes, we have young Andor, but the fact that he's speaking this indigenous language kind of like gives us a little more separation. And yeah, I, I thought it, I, I watching, want no more young Leia's. I thought I was watching Prey again. Oh, uh, hey, that's not a bad thing, bro. Though. I was like, what the fuck? My subtitles are working on this either. <laughs> I'm trying to watch fucking Prey, and I don't. That got speak. me too. I don't speak 100%. fucking Comanche, and I'm trying to watch this shit, and I'm like, oh, well, Comastas? What is this? <laughs> wow, okay, that's racial. I that's think. a little bit. I think that's racial. It's okay, after Not tonight's sure, show, that's but, okay. Um, yeah, this, like I said earlier, and kind of what Zach just said, it took all three episodes to get going. Um, the flashback scenes, I could have done without. Like, I don't really... Bro. I'll be honest, I skipped a lot of those. They were I, way too slow. I me. just really don't give a shit how Andor got here. I just want to see this adventure, you know? But, it's Dean, like, I oh, think the flashbacks are going to be important to, like, a larger conspiracy p- plot later. So maybe. Just, just something and, to think about. Yeah, and, you know, if, if that rings true, then, hey, like, I'm all for it. But, dear God, like, it, it just I was just like, can we fuck, Can we go? Can we get this going? Um the show pretty good i loved diego luna coming back as andor that is a character i really liked and i know a lot of people are like oh you didn't spend enough time with him in rogue one which is true so i'm glad that we're getting this um zero expectations right because we have this idea of obi-wan in our head or boba fett right and so our expectations are a little higher for the show and we you know want greatness and you know they didn't deliver but this, I don't know what to expect. So even if it's like kind of dog shit, I might not mind. You know, I hope that's not true. But that being said, can we talk about Bix, please? Bro, you bro, fucking do point. unspeakable things to Oh Bix. my God. I don't think I've ever. Bro, she is like, stacked, bro. 
dude just immediately on screen she gets up she's like working on this car or whatever it is <laughs> speeder Busty, sorry bro and she fucking takes off like the welding mask and i was just like oh god oh i'm in love bro immediately immediately i was like marry me please how the um, fuck is she so small on this poster come on put her like bro, just as right? large as andor can come we on. just get a bro Bix, larger star wars bix please like of a her bix a star and... wars story i'll take that any day bro um <laughs> yeah but yeah uh zach had pointed out a, a scene with the let's just call them uh renta soldiers yeah and like they're kind of like not wrong to be in the position they're in uh because of some things that andor does you know uh, in episode one and granted he wasn't wrong in that situation but it still doesn't kind of change the fact that in these guys eyes casting's a bad guy and they're and they think you know they're in the moral um high ground if you will I think and, this is intentional, but it feels like mall security leading you on a high-speed chase on the freeway. Like, yeah. they're out of their depth. Definitely out of their depth. And, like, you figure that out real fucking fast. Like, holy shit, like, Cassian's just, like, one guy. And kind of, like, he's not a soldier at this point. He's just a dude, right? Like, maybe in this universe, people have, like, a basic, like, you know, battle uh, readiness, you know, if you will. Everybody walks around with guns and blasters, so... It's not out of the realm to think that these people are kind of prepared to fight on a day-to-day basis. But, I mean, you're talking about, like, actual, like, kind of trained soldiers, if you will, coming in and, and getting the fucking floor mopped with them. But, yeah, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool because it was like, well, these guys aren't really bad guys. You know, Cassian did something that's kind of fucked up, and they're kind of, you know, right to be coming after him now. You know, say what you will about what Cassian did and whether he's right or wrong. But it was just a cool kind of moral gray area on, like, who's really right or wrong here. It, it was really, I like that duality to the whole, that one episode specifically. But, yeah, it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. I, I'm really excited to see where it goes. So, here's I'm just really excited to see Bix, to be honest. Oh, dude, more Bix, please. Yeah, I'm enjoying. I started too, enjoying it. I got to about mid, and I got to right when it starts getting good. The um, God damn it, John. the third episode. What do you want, man? I, I did what I could. Two two and a half is not bad compared to watching nothing. Um, it's fun. It's a good. It's it's the best thing since Mando, I think. Um, in my opinion, I like the. It started off a little slow, but I like how it goes back and you kind of see where um, where he started as a kid as a boy and how he was found and i like that uh going back to the roots but like we were saying when they were I, it reminded me of prey uh with the tribes and not only that when that renta what was the renta cops you guys call them when he was yeah. giving his speech i felt like i was watching the king <laughs> oh come on <laughs> that, that, that was a great speech play better. that was Both uh, speeches were good <laughs> yeah I feel like I was watching The King, but no, it was cool. You get other vibes too, like Alien even, when, when they're in the the ship that crashed. His mother's in the ship, well, the woman that takes him, the ship that crashed, and there's noises and shit like that. I don't know, I got Alien vibes, yeah. you know, crazy. But uh, no, it's good. Like, um, cinematics look good, the acting's good, there's some humor. What do you guys think of the droid? 
I oh, like the droid. Bro. Yeah, the droids with a little so bit of a stutter. Bro, even the fucking droid got a flashback scene. I was like, come on, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm enjoying it. I'm not going to complain. It's, it's really good. It's good to have a, a, a another good show to watch, uh, especially Star Wars uh, from the last kind of what we've been exposed to with Kenobi and everything. Not saying it was the worst, but uh, this is a nice uh, palate cleanser, I like to say. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, this is the type of mature Star Wars stories that I want to see. Yes, it's slow. Yes, it's like very methodical in the world building. But I just appreciate that things are subtext and not just like handed to you on a silver platter. platter. For instance, Solo was a movie that I didn't particularly love because there were lines like, oh, like when he goes to check in and they, oh, you're Solo. It's like, come on, like we don't need that type of shit, right? It's just so corny. (laughs) So this feels like it is made by adults for adults. The more Bix, the better. Like, come on. She just killing it. If they do a one-six figure, we need all the proportions correct. Just do like you did with Reva. Get the body just right. Um, but yeah, this this show has been... Like, I, I just cannot wait for the next episode and to see where it unfolds. Um, because it just feels like... Yes, we do know where it's going. I think Mafia said that in the chat earlier. Um, and I've been kind of sour on prequels up until Better Call Saul. And then now House of the Dragon where I'm like... You know, if you do it right, you could add a lot more depth to something that you already love. So if you really love Rogue One already, I think this story could add a lot more subtext, a lot more context, just a lot more depth to characters and to the world. And you can kind of understand like what the rebellion is actually fighting for. You're seeing a world where these folks are just so oppressed, like, you know, standing in line, no opportunities. It's, I mean, it's very real world stuff, honestly. It feels, you know, just like very relevant and um, of our current time. So yeah, I, I can't say enough positive things about it. And, and again, it, yes, it does start slow, but if, if you're starting with episode one, just see it through all the way through episode three and then make your decision after that, whether you want to continue or not. Great points. Great points. I started watching this episode um, in bed uh, last week and Jesus I got Christ. through Fucking about, about, a, about an episode and a half and I did fall asleep. Full disclosure. So I was kind of like Zach. I was feeling kind of like dreading going back to it because I'm like, oh, I like put me to sleep. I, you know, I don't know if I was really jiving with it. And then today I had the afternoon uh, away from work. So uh, I put my phone down, put it on the big screen, you know, big sound, all the good stuff uh, and started it from the like from the first episode again and watched it all the way through. And I friggin loved it. So my recommendation to anybody who's interested in picking up the show that hasn't started it yet don't go in with distractions i had my phone in hand my fiance beside me like clearly there was way too much going on for me to pay attention because it is a very slow build especially for those first two episodes uh by the end of the third episode like even the music had me you know like i felt like i was like holding my breath through some of that third that third episode scenes um, I think it's cast really well. I think the world feels really, really lived in. Like, it to me seems like this is a legit place somewhere, uh, which I thought was awesome. I love seeing the routines of different characters throughout the world that we haven't even been necessarily introduced to yet, like the bell tower guy. Uh, how clearly he's got just this ritual of, of uh, how he, you know, jimes the bells, right? thought it was really cool that way um because i was in kind of the same boat i didn't necessarily i didn't love cassian andor in rogue one um by the end of the third episode today i was like i want to go back and watch rogue one again 
I want to get refreshed on that film again. It's been a couple of years since I've seen it last. Uh, totally think it's it's worth the investment. Uh, and I agree with you guys. I think this is the best show since um, since Mando. It's already um, got me more excited for the fourth episode than I feel like a lot of the Kenobi episodes had me feeling. Even though like Vader was in it and Anakin and like so many cool things that should really truly suck a Star Wars uh, fan into the fold, right? Um, this has a whole bunch of people I've never even heard of before and only really saw Cassian, you know, in one movie and and it's got me like stoked for this next episode. So we talk definitely about the, definitely worth it. That fucking dingus Tim, bro. He does not deserve that queen. Tim was a fucking gabagool eating fool, bro. <laughs> he pissed me off. <laughs> no spoilers, but dear God. Thank yeah. the Lord. What an idiot, <laughs> bro. I saw somebody crop the uh, crop the face of... Um, I, can't, I don't know who it was. I'd give them credit otherwise. But uh, crop the face of that officer you don't like uh, onto a woody body. Uh, and like a woody <laughs> from, like from Toy Story. And man, I was like, actually, you'd make a great woody. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Just try to think it's if really you funny. were in... <laughs> if you were in his position, you're getting it from Bix... This tall, dark, and handsome guy keeps showing up, taking her attention away from you. Of course, you're going to call, you know, the authorities hey, on him to free. get. Fuck, Marco. Jesus. I don't think that that's that yeah, big. That happens in the first episode, right? Anyways, here's a spoiler: <laughs> Cassian too. dies. Oh my god, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. He does just not. <laughs> Andor stands for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, hopefully, is, where is Bix? Is she okay? Is she all right? Um. Dean, it's, can we hear from the pillars, please? Inga, you killed her. Yeah, a huge shout-out to the three pillars. Give a quick shout-out to Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valencerina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Crit, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alid Morgan, Tukothri, Wa, Derek B., Aries Portillo, Pablo Meza, Carlos Avedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. What a bunch of angels. You love to see it. Our October Patreon benefits the uh, for Halloween, as it were. Uh, two hollow stickers. We got the Does Anybody Work hollow sticker and the Halloween Dean sticker. Very cool. Uh, shout out to Victoria for drawing uh, this little character of Dean as a little uh, Deanman. <laughs> oh my Lord. god. So good, too. How Love it. dare you? <laughs> I want to just know how long it took. She's working hard. She's working hard on the drawing. Oh, fucking beads of sweat. And he's just sitting down there on the sofa relaxing. What are we going to call this sticker? Uh, uh, Deanman. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> 
If you want to join our Patreon, starts at $5 a month with stickers sent straight to your door and access to almost 140 episodes of Ox After Dark. Uh, $15 is the certified crispy tier, figure fix assistance, and all the benefits of the previous tier. And $25 is the double sticker package and the deluxe pog set. Uh, we have uh, a, YouTube, a poll going on with 32 votes for Movie of the Week. Be sure to vote. We got like 80-some-odd uh, watching, 34 votes, and so far. We'll check back in before the end of the show. Uh, we have some great channel members that support us as well. Uh, Mojo uh, Z78, Absolute Irwin, TestJess1, DK Avenger702, OMFG Rick, S Beam, Andres IB, Daminator, Sam Gist, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Big Old Fern, OG Fan, Bamet, Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Kibo, CC3PO, Lemur Hernandez, uh, Carlito, CT603, Eddie Money, Mendez, Luke Fredericks, and Sia Dreams. Dean, I feel like you're really proud of yourself there. What do we got? Nicolio the Great just sent it to me. Yes, that's the one I saw. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> hey, they recast um, Buzz already. Why not? True. Patreon tier uh, for the YouTube uh, membership starts at 99 cents and two ninety nine if you want to join the Peanut Gallery. Uh, our network here, we got uh, CW Lives that you listen to now. After Dark tomorrow. Um, Small Talk, I want to say, is Thursday. Maybe. And then Collector's Club on Friday. So should be a good week there. Uh, I don't think we have anything planned for Saturday. Maybe we'll get a Let's Draw in or something like that. Something fun. Who's um, the guy in the top out. left in this one? A handsome fellow named the Oxfather. Uh, shout out to John, though. Put this uh, little network uh, thing going. And this will probably be a future sticker design for, for the Patreonies. So. Handsome devils. Handsome devils. Uh, we're also on T Public. Maybe we'll make this on T Public also. Uh, if you want to support us there, there's the link. You can get swag from your favorite TV shows, uh, favorite shows rather, uh, on the network and stickers. Uh, John, can you uh, can you read the uh, social story, please? Yes, sir. We have on Facebook Collecting Weekly, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. Uh, on Instagram, we got at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore Clips, and at the underscore Everyday underscore Collector. Be careful with that one. Lots of opinions there. Uh, thank you for that, John. Uh, let's take a look here at the poll. It looks like Constantine won with 43% of the votes. Um, I think a few of these we've done before, but it's Halloween and there's only so many good Halloween movies. So that is going to be what we will watch. And every week for Halloween, uh, we will be doing a poll for you guys. So um, you guys will pick all of our movies for Halloween and Christmas. So that's very exciting. Nice. That's and, fitting uh, we'll, because uh, they just announced the second one, that they're working with Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. to do the second one. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that, actually. That's wild. So, Constantine is our movie of the week. Uh, shout-out time. Does anyone have any shout-outs they want to give? Yeah, of course. I always like to shout-out the chat. Thanks, guys, for tuning in tonight. Huge shout-out to Steve from Casual Nerd Problems. Hit 500 subscribers. Uh, thanks to you guys uh, when we were doing Club. We were able to, he got there. And same with Terry from Gotham Cinebites. He hit his 100 subscriber mark. So thank you guys for uh, anyone who saw my post and gave them some support. Wow. Congratulations to them. Uh, I think he actually tagged me in his, uh, uh, Gotham did, Terry, in, in one of his yeah. posts. So that's very cool. Yeah. Um, Great guys. Yeah. Anyone else have any, uh, any shout outs they want to give? Quick shout out to uh, Louis Rodriguez Santos. Uh, he gives me 100% my daily dose of Star Trek news, 
pictures, funny gifts. Like, if it's Star Trek, he gets it to me every day. Makes me smile. I appreciate that. One of the best parts of the community is getting to meet cool people around the world. Uh, so, he's my Banff of the Tukatri, day. Two baby. He's a good guy. We were talking today about uh, landing uh, on flight sim. All the weather is real life. So when there's a hurricane, the hurricane is in the game. And we were we were messing around flying in the hurricane and like icing up our windshields and trying to land. And it's pretty fucking difficult to land in a hurricane. I guess that's why they reroute you when you're flying near one. So yeah, we uh, we chat a lot about flight sim actually. So it's my flight sim buddy. I haven't actually got to fly with him yet though. Hopefully soon. One more shout out for me. Almost T minus one week till Oxcon. So it is almost upon Ooh. us and really looking forward to it. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, so I don't know if Zach saw this in the chat or not because he didn't say anything. Fucking guy. But anyway. <laughs> well, because there's fucking too much side conversation. Um, no, this is earlier plan in the an day. Event. This is earlier oh, okay. in the day. Fucking okay. You guys hear what like, I hate this doing? guy. Excuses are It's like we're just we're babysitting a, a child, right, guys? So tomorrow is after dark it's a normal show but next wednesday will be october 5th which is the wednesday before marco and danny and mark pearson get here so it'll be a oxcon pre-party on after dark so hopefully anybody and everyone that's coming to oxcon will be on there we're going to talk about what we're going to do what our plans are and uh just you know okay. shoot the shit and have fun and, and uh you know, it'll be the so first jealous. annual OxCon next year. You know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It does need to be like an uh, annual conference. I'm not going to lie. That sounds that'd awesome. Be dope. As long <laughs> as Mark Pearson doesn't do something crazy and just get it canceled for good. I'm so worried about it, bro. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> Manny wait. said someone needs to message me the Ox thing info. I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot to add him to the chat. But I Whoops. did ask Manny <laughs> to join in on the festivities so manny will be there okay good because um, I, I specifically asked about you manny you and did apologies you were like what about manny and i was like what about him you're like i fucking want wow to see what manny. the fuck because i love manny i was like yay you're That's right true. manny's a fucking og and uh, i miss him every day let that be known manny, actually watching. not only that i thought about him today in fact sorry manny invited us well to an event i don't know i guess we don't have a a formal plan just yet but we might do a uh, pumpkin carving yeah and, uh do like a vlog uh, as, as the kids say well they just say vlog well it's a vlog because you have a log and then you have a vlog i mean come on well, what's the v video baby yeah i was hoping you would know <laughs> are you fucking kidding <laughs> Anyways, well, so, you could be kind of a dingus sometimes. Well, you're a fucking guy. Like, I always put I-I-R-C, and he was like, I don't know what that means. And I was like, I'm, really? You fucking liar. I, you son of a bitch. What? I, I did that, and you always say, what does that mean? I <laughs> no, put F-W-I-W, and you're like, what does that mean? Think, I'm like, yeah, for what it's worth. I don't think that's what You happened. fucking think... stupid idiot, bro. <laughs> fucking hate you. <laughs> You literally just took exactly what you do and said I did it. You stupid slut. You ignorant slut. Oh my god. That was that was way better than I could have fucking hoped for. Oh my god. Do you want to say something? I got to clip watching? that. That was fucking amazing. My daughter's running around this room dressed like a hooligan. She acting. She wants. Okay. 
Say bye, to the Say bye to the people at home. Hurry up, this is your chance to be famous. No? Okay. Alright, well, uh, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye!